0: of the game like GoldenEye, I'm more than right yeah in the perfect dark is dreams that seem to come to light 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. is We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pick the news, pull up and crack a proof. Smoke one with the crew, Smoke. tune in and take a view Watch, We're here to raise the bar from the lowest yeah. mark Sit your ass down and listen, it's time for the show to start
1: Welcome to another episode of the 64-Bit Legends I am Bobby, the best in the business, Cabo- as always, looking for that hot tag, Melvin. I got my pitch back, Troy.
2: I do. I'm, I'm throwing nothing but home runs.
1: That's just, not good.
2: It's all a home. I'm throwing a home run
1: That's not good. What? You got to be throwing the heat. You got to be you know getting swings and misses. You'll be striking people out and not letting oh. out home well, runs.
2: Well, I not everything's going to be a home run. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what I keep telling them.
2: Yeah, you just won't. You won't listen he puts too much butter on his pancakes <laughs> yeah you know what that means you know why it's not good it's bad for your heart it is it's very bad for your heart it's been a while we've yeah, been been a few weeks it's been yeah it's been two weeks since we recorded anything we recorded some did we, we recorded right before I took the trip yep. right went to the gathering of the Juggalos for the I don't know how manyth time um and uh yeah we were able to I believe um post any of the remaining episodes that were kind of like lingering from before the hiatus and then after the hiatus. Yeah. So he got some content. Yes. Everybody got a little something out there. So just quit bitching. You got your shit. Just yep. listen to it. And enjoy it.
1: And a ton has happened since we recorded last yes um i think last time we were talking about vince mcmahon's billions was that the last one that we actually recorded
2: i I think so i think that was vince mcmahon he stepped down from the wwe officially then logan paul took over from what i understand something like that i think logan paul's running it now something like that i think it might be him
1: and freddie prince jr Is he back, Freddie Prince? He's been doing these. He's been so A and E's been doing the documentaries every week, right? Mm -hmm. So um, they do a a documentary on a superstar, or you know, for example, this past one was DX, so like a group of superstars. Okay, and then after they'll have um, an hour-long show of like rivalries, like famous rivalries, like Stone Cold vs. Rock, Mm -hmm. uh, Cena vs. Edge, Undertaker vs. Kane, shit like that. Well, Freddie Prince Jr. is actually on that show. Okay, he's like the one of the hosts.
2: Okay, well, yeah, I, I remember. I yeah, think, I think
1: he writes for WWE now.
2: I heard that. I heard that he did at one time, or he does now. I, 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 I that would explain where he went. Cause right. he was such a. Te- you know what's crazy about that guy though? He still looks the same as he did like twenty years ago. Right. It's it's, enraging to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, I don't- a few gray hairs. That's about it. <laughs> um, we're
1: going kind of in opposite order of what we wanted to because i'm gonna just jump into the the, the, actually probably our our second talking point of today yeah um we're gonna make it our first since we're talking about this yeah Um, so everybody keep track in the pamphlet yes fucking flip away (laughs) like if you got the uh syllabus we're going out of order yeah so a and e's been doing these documentaries right yeah so i watched the one about lex luger didn't know much about lex luger before uh like his his bring up and and kind of what was really the reason why he, you know he kind of faded out and then just never wrestled again. Yeah. But I was thinking, man, I took a couple of edibles I was watching this and he was when he got signed to WWE, he was like a narcissistic character. He was called a narcissist. He would mm-hmm. like look at himself in the mirrors and all that shit. Well, they wanted to turn him face, right? Okay. Um he was supposed to be the next Hogan and that's what they were pushing him for, right? So you you haven't seen this clip before. No, I have not. I'm gonna So the way they this. turn him uh face is they're having a contest to see if anyone can slam Yokozuna. Okay. So they have a bunch of people come out, like I think Crush comes out, like a couple other people come out, big dudes try to try to slam him, right? Yeah. yeah. So Luger okay. enters on a helicopter. Oh really? Comes down from a helicopter. And, and and slams Yokozuna. You okay. Got,
2: you know. It, so this is. A, it buffering? No, no, no. It's ready to go. All I just, right. I just paused it. So, all right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll play this. Let's. Because I, you know, my point is after you got to see this first. Okay. All right. Let's. Let me take a look at this. Again,
1: I was like twenty milligrams deep
2: in a gummy. Big, okay. So the. Oh, okay. So this must be the whole contest here. Yep. For the next five minutes. So there's Crush, with his fucking powerful mullet. Yep. There's big ass Yokozuna. Are they on a battleship? Yeah, right now? they're on a battleship. Why are they on a battleship? And that's why uh, Luger comes
1: from a helicopter. <laughs> why? What?
2: what is this pay per view? Battleship?
1: I don't think it's a pay per view. I think it was like a special.
2: Uh, is it? But I'm not sure. Oh, it's sure. a Raw from '93. Is They just did. Oh, okay. Just a battleship Raw battle. It's a battleship Royale. That's what. This, raw. Yeah, last one standing in the battleship wins. What's it? What's it say in the back? Stars and something. See, he, he can't do it. Right? Oh, nobody he can't can do it. He, oh, crush can't do he it. He got crushed. The power was not in his. The mother. Macho Man's gonna try. Look at that amazing U.S. Macho USA outfit with his amazing tassels. It's cowboy boots. Mr. Fuji's in there. Oh, he's just making sure. Is that fucking... Yokozuna's not even Japanese. Is that Ric Flair in the corner? What? Right over here with the white hair. No, right? that's not, not Ric Flair. Who is that
1: guy? I I got to see his face. Oh, it's Bobby Heenan.
2: Oh, the brain Heenan? Is he the brain? Yeah, he is the brain. That's what I thought. I know he's not the booger. That's Bastion. He is definitely American. not the booger.
1: But Yoko Zuna is not even Japanese, but he's playing a uh, uh Samoan or uh sumo,
2: but he's really Samoan. He's a sumo Samoan. Is that Vince out in the ring? Vince shorts? talking. That's him. He's right there in the in the jean shorts and his fucking knee-high socks. He looks so cool. Oh no, that's Todd Pettengale. Oh, it's Todd, it's Pengale? Oh shit. Something happened. It's
1: all right, so yeah, here, oh, comes, here he comes Luger in the right? helicopter.
2: One more competitor would arrive. Oh, why is he He's way back to there? Is he gonna run up? Yeah, man. This reminds me of like the fucking what was his name? The boy, who was that? <laughs> Hacksaw? Hacksaw Jim Duggan in WrestleMania three. They had to cart him in on a truck. They
1: carted like everyone in the truck because no, it was a, the gone? ramp was like the size <laughs> of a football field. I just
2: thought they didn't trust him. I thought maybe they was, like, no, I mean, all right,
1: we're gonna we don't trust you to run down this uh, ramp to the <laughs> no, ring. Yeah. We don't know what shenanigans you're gonna do. No, who knows? So I believe this is the first time Luger's ever shown up as a face. So like they only know him as the narcissist in the WWF.
2: Okay. I think. Look at that that kid's all uh, pissed behind him. And he's like, Yeah, you go, Luger. You fucking go. You pick up that fat piece of shit in the ring. So Yoko Bobby Heenan.
1: Okay. Yoko Zuna right now is the WWF champion.
2: Is this in Detroit? No, it's on a battleship. Yeah, but it, I thought that cop car said Greater Detroit. Maybe didn't that? That's Detroit, ain't it? It could be. That's downtown. Why is there a battleship in the Detroit River? Wait, are,
1: are they? They're not even on the ship anymore.
2: No, they're in it. They're oh, on. okay. Well, it's Doc. You know, it's. You no, know, he's just flipping out with his powerful. Those mullets are insane. That's where he gets all his power from. This <laughs> his powerful mullet. The 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 state the the ring audio is terrible. Oh, I know.
0: And the World wrestling federation everybody wants to know wait a second. Everybody wants to know what's wrong with America. There's nothing wrong with America. What's wrong with America? Oh, I see. Blood-sucking
2: leeches like you. What did he say? What do you call them?
1: Blood-sucking leeches. Oh Leeches, I think call them something
3: else
0: there. <laughs> I was like, wow, Luger! <laughs> it's, it's, it edit- it's not the It's not the attitude area yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the American versus the Japanese yeah. on a battleship. Yep. Is this is this supposed to be the re- uh, revenge for uh, Pearl Harbor? Yep. Is that what this? Oh, the Fuji man is out. Is Fuji fucking Tatsu from? Tur- Ninja Turtles. I don't think so. Are you ever in I, yeah, you remember like him. Shredders he got, he got hit with a golf club. T- club yes. With a driver, I think, or a right. three-wood. All right. So Luger's gonna. All right. So he's gonna catch him in his stonewashed jeans. Yep. And his Here c- comes ice. the slam. Why does he give color, dude?
1: All right, he slammed. That was an amazing him, right? okay, slam. Okay, that's that's it. Like the we, okay. you, could, you know, we don't need to watch anything else. All right. Okay. So but he only like so half- you kinda, picked him up. you kinda alluded alluded mm-hmm. to what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. So at this time, you know, we're six, seven years old, right? Oh uh, yeah. Still think wrestling's real. Yeah. You know. How dumb are we to think <laughs> that like Lex Luger is defending America against a Japanese guy? for
2: our honor. <laughs> That's what he did. He did. He like, him up. Like, what would that accomplish <laughs> in the world's problems? Dude, are you kidding me? The UN probably stepped in and was like, dude, we can't. Japan, you got to calm it down. You're getting too rowdy <laughs> like, out there. Like, <laughs> you got to. Yokozuna is supposed to be the Jap- like, <laughs> Japanese, and he's the WWF champion. <laughs> like, what in
1: the grand scheme of the world? <laughs> that, like, why does it matter that Luger was able to
2: slam it <laughs> as an American? Because he's a real. Well, you said what world problem does Look at that this. solve? Look at this freeze frame. What's the, what's the music behind this? Hold on. So he stands up on the ring, and they're going to freeze frame him. Oh, no. It's just him screaming. Never mind. I was hoping it was going to be like, I am a real man. And that's what I was hoping was going to come out. What
1: what world problem did that solve?
2: Uh, A lot. It fucking reinstated our power in, in the world stage. People thought twice about fucking with us for a while. Why? Because some strong American yeah. can slam a sumo. Yeah, the fucking we could. The Russians didn't want to fuck with that. That's what ended. If it would, if the wall, if the Berlin Wall didn't fall in the '80s, it would have fell in July fifth, nineteen ninety-three, when they seen Lex Luger. They're like, well, we can't mess with that. What do, who do we have in Russia? Zangief. Yeah. He, fucking, he can't go up against Luger.
1: Zangief would kick Luger's ass. Zang? No, he would. Yeah, he would. He could. Do, he. Zangief. Zang, Zangief. Would stupid fucking Murder him. I hated Zangief and his stupid boots. I still can't believe he didn't get drafted. <laughs>
2: and, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> fucking Zangief. <laughs> no. So that's. But yeah, that's that was my point because. <laughs> He comes out as America's hero. But why is he a hero? Because he just slammed yeah, the Japanese dude like, and he's not even
2: Japanese. He goes and meets the who's the president Clinton back then. Clinton yeah, gives Clinton. him like a medal of honor. He's like, "Oh, you did a great job when that when that fat Japanese piece of shit ran at you and jumped into your arms and you kind of just set him down in a rough way. It changed the world. You, you changed the world. There, you were able to do what so many couldn't do, and fucking hacksaws in the back, just fucking eating nachos. USA. He's just, he's just t- 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 hacksaws, just stuffing his face <laughs> with he's, his he's piece of wood drunk on paint pills. Yeah, he just says he's holding that tip two by four. Hey, he know. was the first Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, he's trying to like. <laughs> bond with El Gore during this nice touching moment. He's not having it. Fucking Luger's just like shaking hands and hanging out with Bill Clinton, smoking weed. I don't know. The it's, fucking, it's the whole scene. The <laughs> fucking karate kid and him both get honored. Yeah. Speaking
1: of the karate kid, you met the, I karate, met the kid. karate kid. Yes. This past Saturday, Ralph
2: Macchio told
1: you a lot happened in this last two weeks. It yes. we kind of went out of order, but yes, met Ralph Macchio. If you yeah. follow um myself on social media you saw the picture of me and good old machio
2: and we have audio yeah, yeah the getting
1: a uh, selfie with ralph machio yeah there's a video
2: that was taken while you're doing your introduction and uh i don't know how i have not watched this so i don't know how clear the audio is but we were at a public event he was talking to somebody they were they were hugging it out and you spotted him and yep. You went in and was just like, "I gotta get a picture yep. with the Karate Kid." So I believe he's wearing a Jean jacket and all. Yeah, oh, dude, he's decked out. He's loving it. He can't. Whoop. Oh, how do we make it play? And oh, I just pushed the play button. Yeah, maybe the play try that. Oh, he's gonna go up too. Yeah, I was telling people, he's like, he's gonna take a selfie with him. No, we can't hear it. It's too loud. So right now, let's just—oops! Nope. It went away again. So right now, this—just so everybody knows what's happening—is that you—you're—you're you're seeing the Karate Kid. He's having a passionate conversation with this dude. Yeah, I think Sensei or something. Yeah, and then you come up and you're like, "Well, I couldn't understand what he said, but he got—you got his attention." You told them that you, yeah. It's like, hey, it's Ralph Macchio. That dude is
1: like, dude, yeah. how'd you know? I, I was like, hey, man, I know this is gonna sound weird, <laughs> but I know you're Ralph Macchio. Yeah. You're not really under a big disguise. No, and everybody knows. He's like, knows. oh man. He's like, I was just hanging out <laughs> in Metro Detroit. Yeah. You know, because I kind of wanted to keep it low key. <laughs> and I was like, dude,
2: spotted. And so, so let's. <laughs> I was you know there's video of me here we we'll have to post this video yeah. i got to s- um, I'll send. Do you did you get a copy of this? I did not. I will airdrop this to you. Yes, yeah, right. so we're gonna get this to you. Even this guy's like, oh who, shit. Who else knows? So the guy, the black dude that Ralph Macchio was talking to, you're talking to Macchio. You got your phone out. The black dude's looking around, be like, all right, who else knows? Yeah, this is the match. I, I assumed that was
1: like low key as
2: security. Yeah, yeah. No, he he looks like he's out <laughs> there trying to. Protect Even though him. he looks very short. Yeah. Well, whatever. You <laughs> I, never, I mean, I'm, I kind of looked tall that day. Yeah and so yeah he's like yeah let's do a selfie he's hugging his friend there he's like all right man i'm gonna dip now the now all the all the fans are coming out the fans are coming out here they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna fucking get pictures as well so now we i gotta get the uber ready yeah i had to hold the drink He's hugging his friend. Yeah, that was a very long <laughs> it hug. Was. That was a very long hug. <laughs> <laughs> this,
3: yeah,
2: that was it Was a great night. And then you have the picture as you post it yeah, online to, yeah. to prove it. I mean, he's part of a long
1: list of celebrities that I've met, uh, especially recently. Roman Reigns. Yeah, was, that's right. was at the uh, New Year's Eve party a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know... And I, I just, I have a feeling that I'm going to be running into more famous people from now
2: on. <laughs> Probably. You know, you're like a magnet to uh, it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have spotted him uh, because he was, like I said, he was trying to be real low-key. Yeah, and the the crazy thing is, is what we didn't
1: get on camera, I actually offered him $120 for his jean uh, jacket because that was actually the jean jacket that he wore in The oh, Outsiders. did you? Yeah. that's. And he's like, dude, he's like, I would love to give it to you, but... It's worth way more than that, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, "I know, I lowballed you." You know, I thought since yeah. you were being discreet around Metro Detroit, you might cut me a deal, right? But no, he he said that jacket is at
2: least at least worth like six grand. Oh, I believe it w- without a doubt. I mean, that's that's a collector's item right there, and he gives you the thumbs up just yep. like he did in the movie. It's like, yep. stay golden, pony boy. Oh man, that's a that's a moment in history. We wouldn't have been there. Uh, it, well, we wouldn't have met him if we didn't try to just get out there. You yeah. know, you meet meet new people. I mean, I met a bunch of new people that night. You I met, did? I met The
1: Creep. Oh, yeah, you did. You know, I met uh, Tequila Dave. You did? <laughs>
2: yes, Tequila Dave, yes.
1: Um, And, you know, a bunch of others. One of the best Daves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it goes like Tequila Dave, like Fat Daves up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Davis Yard, <laughs> uh, Cock
2: Davis. Yeah, I guess he's a Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. He's fucking R.I.P. Famous R. I. Dave. Fa- he, dude, he's a pretty famous guy. He is, dude. <laughs> you got to watch out when you're hanging around that guy. Dave Smith. <laughs> David Smith. Yes. most generic name ever. Spin the
1: David. I'm sure anyone listening to this could yeah. probably... You know, go on your Facebook machine and look up Dave Smith and you probably know one. Yeah, Nick Jazkowski.
2: (laughs) He's like a Dave. He's not a Dave, but he's an honorary Dave. Dave. He's honorary Dave. Honorary Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, speaking of... uh, Honorary Daves? (laughs) Speaking of honorary Daves. No. um, So I... I, uh, I went on, went to the gathering. I didn't really yep. tell you much about it. Now, honestly, there isn't a whole lot to say because I was very busy this yeah. year. Um, was there a drug bridge? There is no more drug bridge. That's that's at a place oh. that they don't go to anymore. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, that's 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 old school. But um, no, it's it's. I'll be honest. Over the years, it's gotten a lot calmer. Um, there wasn't as much. There's. I want to say, probably in the last five, uh, four, just like five society. years. Yeah, everything's There's just like, kind of chilled a less out. Rage. Yeah, yeah. Especially last year. Last year was like really, really chill. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was. Um, it it was, it was good. It was a good time. Um, how are how are, the, how are the juggalos doing? They're still they're still juggaloing. They're how, still how gathering. Are the, how are the clowns? Uh, they're. They're, well, they're doing shows still, so that's still good. I, you know what? Honestly, I didn't even get to see a whole lot of their performances. Again, I was just a kind of like pulled. I was always just pulled in different directions all right. the time. But um, when I did get to hang out, I, it was it was fun. Um, you know, I came prepared. I went to Costco mm-hmm. at, ahead of time, stocked up on. I know you always drinks. buy like
1: cheap clothes just to go to the gathering. Yes, that's, yes, that's the that's shoes, the trick. You know. uh,
2: I get throw away things that I'm willing to throw away. Yeah. To leave now, granted, this year I didn't have to really do that, nothing really got too destroyed. Um, it just dirty, you know. Uh, in past years, it would be covered in mud and god knows what else, and yeah, it'd just be just filthy and dusty and gross. Um, didn't get sick this year, usually. I get that's sick. a plus. Is this is a second year in a row, <laughs> usually. I'm the last, 2019 I was sick for a month. That's you probably had pre COVID, it might have been pre COVID. Um, But, but, you know, I came prepared with, like, uh, drinks for myself so when I am done, I can go out, ride on some golf carts, go hang out with people, you know, jump from maybe party to party, and uh, I came prepared with a cooler. And instead of White Claws, I bought Kirkland seltzers. The Kirkland seltzers, you had one the other day. It's not bad. And um, I had a great opportunity, since I had so many Kirklands with me, that I was able to do a taste test of— the Kirkland Seltzer okay. of two flavors, and I have video footage of it. Oh. I'm in a golf cart here, um, and I am uh, reviewing this. Is it this. a shotgun? Uh, no, no, I wasn't shotgunning it. I, you know, surprisingly, I didn't shotgun any. I was hoping to, but I just didn't do it. I just can't um, shotgun, man. Uh, it's I not a skill of mine. I can't really either. Um, or beer bong. That was always a... Toughy for me. So, so here I am. I'm in a golf cart. I think uh, I forget who's all with me, but I got these two sets. So I'm, I've got a Kirkland in one hand and a White Claw in the other, and uh, I'll just play it from here. I do a nice review. I think that it was the f- the f- uh, cinematography on this is amazing, all right. considering the the uh, environment. Um, so just take, let's take a look at this. All right. So here's we got. Real White Claw Yeah, there's a real White Claw And then claw's we have the Kirkland special yeah. These are both mango Mangoes Mangoes are gross we're gonna taste Yeah, this. I don't like mangoes I'm gonna be honest The Kirkland has been pretty good so far But I'm gonna do a Yeah, the White Claws are better so so We're gonna trying, find out Some girl's trying to talk so shit white Claw. Number one. Yeah, some girl's trying to talk shit to me Being like, oh, the White Claws are better Kirkland I'd sucks i agree Like, no, I don't think so, lady I don't think so, lady I think you're incorrect. I, th- I think she's correct. Just no. like soft tacos. You, no. you
1: Well, you like soft tacos, too. No, I like a I good see tortillas hard around here all the time. No, I like a good
2: hard shell. A nice crunchy nah. shell. The Kirkland has been pretty good so far, but I'm going to do a... Yeah, the White Claws are better. White Claws are no. no, shut up, lady. Here's the White Claw. Number one. It's okay. A little tart, but it's... That's a the White Claw. A Here's the did, Kirk- like, Kirkland. No, Kirkland, did, like, Kirkland. No, Kirkland like, mango, yeah, both the the top top same flavor. You know, it's always a Flavoring girl It's always a girl that just doesn't up ever show. Up, shut up. Yes, they just can't <laughs> shut their stupid mouth all the time. I'm like, lady, I'm busy doing important things here. Doing, Shut your face. Doing men's stuff. Yeah, I'm doing men's stuff. Get off the golf cart. Beat it. <laughs> doing fucking guy stuff. Doing white claw taste testing. Yeah, testings. we're doing white claw men's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no
1: laws with the white claws. Yeah.
2: So now I'm drinking the the Kirkland here, the mango. The Kirkland, it's a little sweeter. I actually like it a little bit better, and this one's actually a bit more warm too, which would actually work against it. I gotta go Kirkland on this. I should blindfold you and have you like No, no, you're not gonna do that. I just did it. Why do you need to blindfold me? Shut... White White Claw's way better. Yes. No. See, now here's 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 the I'm gonna ask you based off of. That footage. How many? How many of those do you think I had at that point? <laughs> how many do you, think you have? I well, had? I
1: don't think you were sober.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah.
1: Um. How many white claws? Or There's how many how drinks, many drinks in general?
2: So I was drinking either white claws or I would take little these, shots of Jack. or I something. I have a, these shooters of Jack Daniels that I would pour in a a lime seltzer like just a regular right. Kirkland lime yeah, yeah, yeah. seltzer not nonalcoholic so anabolic. i'm going to say you're at least 6 deep um i'm probably <laughs> i was surprisingly i'm more than that it was well, i was about maybe double that at that point but i was very so i didn't remember this exactly okay. I should not <laughs> do that. And then Nick reminded me of this when we were in the hotel the next day. He's like, hey, I got that video of the – I was like, oh, yeah. I was like kind of cringing to watch it. And I was like, I'm not even barely slurring. I don't think I was slurring at all. Yeah, I, I mean, you could tell you were drinking. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. we were, but yeah. But, no, that was uh, – so the Kirkland one. I'm going to say this, dude. The Kirkland What seltzers. Okay, the black Black-Claw cherry seltzers. was – disgusting. The black cherry was gross, I would say. The, if you the lime, black I didn't have enough,
1: but the lime was much better than the black cherry. Yes. But I'd still prefer white claws. But the white claws leave a little like weird taste in your mouth after. They taste like it, like
2: a gym sock afterwards or something. Just, well, I never tasted gym well, socks, no, so... They taste... No, let me Like say liver this. and onions? Let me explain this. They taste like the high school locker room smelled. That's what it leaves... The aftertaste, you know what I'm saying? It's that stale kind of like, um, almost sour smell. You know that bo smell that you smell in the locker that. room. No, no, but you smell it. Yeah. So that. But smell. I don't smell white claws after I'm drinking it. Yeah, but you taste it. Smelling and tasting are very, very similar. I don't think so. If you can't smell, you can't taste. And so it goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. So they taste like the gym locker room smells. I don't know, man. What do you mean you don't know? You know what you... I don't know. If you smell apple pie, you have an understanding of what it also tastes like yeah, because but you I smelled don't, it.
1: Yeah, but I've tasted apple pie.
2: Yeah, but you already... You have like, an I've idea. I've never tasted
1: shit, but it could be good.
2: But Okay, well, how about this? <laughs> you, If I hand you a drink, what was the first thing you do when I gave you a Kirkland? You sniffed it to see if it was going to taste good. No. Yes, you did. I, I see you sniffed it. I sniffed it because I was like, I wonder what it smells like. Yeah, because you want to know if it's going to taste bad. Nah. No. So, you, yeah, you know what I'm talking no, about. Everybody, the, uh, the audience knows was, what I'm talking about. That was about. an they statement. They know what I'm saying. They, they're behind it. But, yeah, that was, I mean, I spent, um, you know, I had a couple nights where I got to go out and do some stuff. It was fun. It was a great time. Um, but, yeah, just very, very busy, um, especially the last night there, or last day was just super, super crazy busy. Um, yeah, nothing... This was the this was the second year now, really, that I didn't walk away with a story, or two, where I'm like, boy, oh boy, in a few years maybe I'll tell that tale out loud. Um, there was a, I mean, we're not gonna go into specifics, but there was a story I think I told you from like 2019, when I, um, there was somebody I thought was being injured, but it turned out that they weren't being injured. The way we thought they were being injured yeah. at all, and actually they weren't being injured at all. We'll just say that, just to kind of, yeah. yeah, like that's I, that's I, the type of shit. I, <laughs> I kind of remember that. Yeah, that's the type of shit that smoking weed with having Murphy or Charlie Murphy. There wasn't any of that either. I didn't get it. Yeah, you know, there was just, you know, those stories. I don't think uh, really happen much anymore. Um, but uh, but no, it was but it's good. It was it was it was nice to get away. It was the first time I left my house um in a while actually i think at all other than just to go to do my normal commuting so it was it was was nice to just get away change of pace um but yeah so i think um so we had the gathering yeah the gathering that was a pretty the the week
1: after uh my sister was in town oh yeah from jersey so that's why we weren't we didn't record Mm -hmm. last week yeah um Try to spend a little bit of time with her. Um We played fucking uh 13 Dead End Drive. Do you remember that game? I kind
2: of do. Isn't it like Clue or something?
1: Sort of. But like, so you have, you pass, like, so there was three of us I played. You pass out a, car, like, f- so there's 12 cards. You pass four out a person. You have four guys. And like when it's, when your picture's on the mantle. Mm-hmm you try to escape the house but you kind of have to move your people like discreetly. Okay. Um and then you just try to kill the other people. So Oh, okay. Um there's ways to kill them. it's and it's one of those games that actually like kind of lived up like I remember it, it being really fun as a kid. Yeah. And it actually was kind of fun as an adult, but um I was thinking Imagine if you could get twelve people together to play that game. You would only be one person in the deck, and if your person's dead, then you're out of the game.
2: It'd be like almost oh, like a royal rumble. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is kind of like that royal rumble card game we got. Yeah, that's that was um that's actually not bad. I remember the commercial. I looked it up here while you were talking. Yeah. And I think if this is the original, I'm trying to find. I think it's that old lady. Was it the this this one? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's this one. Is it this one? no this is 2002 oh. so this was from the 90s so I I think right yeah This is a 90s game oh yeah for sure so I think it everyone one. I snapped no one knew what it was <laughs> yeah now oh I re- I remember this because the commercial had these like weird puppets like yeah let's let's take a look yeah, at this. yeah because those are the characters like there's a chef, chef.
0: oh he falls down a the game's 13 ladder and drive where you can get rich by accident 1994 it's <laughs> Someone Everyone just keeps
2: em. knocking things over on them. Is that yeah. all, all the things they just fall on each other? Yeah.
1: There's like a chandelier. Uh-huh. There's the bookcase, the statue, the fireplace. They can. They'll probably get to the fireplace because okay. They actually. go. Like, but
0: everyone's dying to bump Let's you Let's see. Off. A little trip for the fortune okay. They fall down
2: the stairs. Uh, fall down the stairs. Like so, but no one's getting shot or stabbed. No. Though. No. Uh, I was hoping that was what was no. happening. Like maybe there was like you don't you don't kill them that This way. person was suffocated with a pillow or something. Mm, no. no. There is
1: no like yeah this person person was in like a chair tied up and yeah, tortured it was no. like a, a
2: rape or something there's none of that no there's this. no raping oh that's unfortunately, that's or fortunately they, you know what if they want to really pro-choice be, if or they, pro pray, pro-life i don't know that's abortion
1: yeah i know rape what? abortion yeah, same that. thing
2: wait what i didn't know
1: let's go <laughs> dead end <laughs> drive <laughs>
3: Drive See, he fell off. The now show, they should show Lights the fireplace.
1: Chandelier. <laughs> the
3: alive. Oh, they don't. And drive.
2: The, the only one that doesn't like fall on them, or they fall. Well, they probably didn't want to show that because it was too gruesome. You get burnt in a fire. It's probably on the original commercial, and they had like the puppet like just screaming for like another twenty seconds as they burnt just to make death. Just like very awkward yeah. and like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, the kids start to cry. I don't want that's this the, game anymore. Yeah. It's like no, you're gonna play. The parents have to step in. You're gonna play this game. You have to watch the man but die. It took so long to, for us to set up
1: because was, it's like all the pieces were like not connected anymore. Oh yeah, because we, you know, whenever we played it last, like we probably were like this is the last time we're <laughs> gonna play this. Oh, it was it like the original? So they, yeah, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't like go out and buy it.
2: Oh, gotcha. We gotcha. just had it in, like in the basement or whatever. Well, that's not bad. No, there was. Um, it, it reminded me of. Uh, now, did you have to build it as you played, like mouse no, trap? No, 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 no. Okay, so you, you just build set a, it up. Yeah, you set it up first. Because that's what I hate. Like mouse trap, I had a mouse trap. I played the game Mousetrap one time. Yeah. Otherwise, I just built the Mousetrap, yep. and I would just catch mice in it. That yep. was the only thing I ever did in that fucking thing. I
1: thought that's what it was for, and no, it's like the game is like building it.
2: Yeah, I, and I remember I played it once, and I cried. Not because I was I was a small child. I was like five. But because I, I, I lost, and I kept losing badly because you're supposed to like – I think the way you win is you have to build – I think you have to finish building the mouse trap something like that. Or you that. have to like you have to build the mouse trap and when you get to the end you get to trigger the mouse trap and it took so long to get to the end mm-hmm. and then like one of my relatives was the one to get to the to trigger the mouse trap that's all I wanted to do the entire time. I just wanted to catch the mouse and then after like 3 hours I wasn't the one able <laughs> to do it. And it was my game. And I was like this game is fucking bullshit. So
1: in elementary school, did you have a a, uh, day that you like all the kids brought in board games and you play board games all day?
2: Um, No, I don't remember that. Okay, so we did
1: like we had like I don't know if it was like every year, like the whole school did it or if it was just one grade, one time. Mm -hmm. But I remember someone brought in the Jumanji board game. Right. Oh, nice. And I thought it was so fun at school. Yeah. So my sister's, it was like towards the end of the year, my sister's birthday's in June. So I remember going to Toys R Us with my dad and we were looking for something for my sister and I was like, she'll love the Jumanji game. <laughs> so he buys the Jumanji game for her, for, for her birthday yeah. and we play it and we played it like, and it sucked. And I was like, wait, this was so fun at school. And I probably realized like, because I was, we were playing this game. I told my sister this story. I probably realized that we weren't playing it correctly at, oh, at school. school. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Man, this game's awesome!" But then we played by like the real rules at home, and it sucked.
2: No, yeah, the, the, half the time the real like the real w- rules, the real rules. I was gonna say the Road real rules. rules. Yeah, that's what I was starting to slip into. Um, the 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 actual rules to Monopoly. Like you actually get through the game a lot faster, but it's not as fun that way. Right? Like there isn't as many deals going on. It's just basically like you buy up the whole board because you. I think technically, as you land on every space, you have to you have to buy you it.
1: You have to buy or put up for auction.
2: Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. That's there's no other. So everyone after going around the board at least once or twice, everyone's got property, and then after that, then you're just like now you're in that barter system instead of this slow build, where you know now you're like four hours deep and you're trying to negotiate to pay the electric bill or not like that's that's the fun part is like wanting to murder your family members with monopoly because there's just so there's such capitalist pigs you're like, you got to you got to
1: mortgage your property yeah they won't let me my $6 rent
2: they won't let me ride the B&O railroad for free just the one time i'm like come on mom aren't you going to let me how many
1: times r- are you going to go to jail
2: yeah or or even like, what do you put in the money in the middle? In the, and the, yeah, the free that, parking. Yeah, like that's, that's like a house rule. Yeah, that's not
1: even like a real rule. It's like fuck this. This is stupid. Like yeah, we because we always put like
2: five hundred bucks in the middle of the free parking to start with. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, honestly though, that I now I I really don't even understand. I don't understand where that came from because everyone does that. Yeah, like where did that start? Some it's it's like the like an original meme. Like, it started somewhere. It's not in the rule book at all.
1: Right. But everyone knows about it.
2: Yes. Like
1: or landing on Go is double. That's does, not a rule either. I've never played, played that.
2: that. I've never heard of that. That's new to me. I yeah. did not know that if you land on Go, you get paid $400. There's a
1: game called uh, Solar Quest okay. that I have, and it's similar to Monopoly, but you buy, like, moons and planets and shit. Okay. Okay. And if you land, like passing Earth is like passing go. But if you land on Earth, it's double. And that's in the rules. Mm.
2: See, that's that's probably where it came. I bet there's a Monopoly knockoff that did the free parking money thing. And everyone was like, that's even better. Let's right. just play it that way. Fuck you, Milton and Bradley. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Milton and Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's Isn't fun- it just
1: Milton Bradley? I thought there's no and. I thought there was an and. In no, there. I don't think there's an and. I think it's just Milton it's Bradley. It's not Milton and Bradley? No, it's Milton Bradley.
2: That's not. There's no and. No. Oh, I guess you're right. Well, what's the? Who had the and? <laughs> Wasn't there a company that had an and? It was like two names. M&M? Like, no, no. That's, yeah, that's not. That was like a full name. I thought it was like, Well, maybe I'm just thinking like Stephen Berry's or something. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that.
1: I could either play Monopoly or get ten dollars fucking shoes, dude. Steven, or hoodies.
2: There's a there's another there's a new version. I forget what the name of it is. It's at the mall. Jack and Henry. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's because it doesn't have like an. It's not a name name. It's just like there's like some brand, but it's a. Uh, it's the same concept. I think everything is like ten ninety nine. That's what everything. I, th- I thought it was like that before. Yeah,
1: but it's, this isn't Stephen Barr. I know, but was it? It was it ten ninety nine when think, it ended. Uh, I think it was eight ninety nine. Oh, I thought it went got up to. 10. I think. I think. If is you, it get, at Lakeside? Yes. Because I went to Lakeside the other day, so I probably saw it. So I went and got a massage at Lakes. What? Really? Yeah, there's like a place called like Healing Touch. Is it like a real massage thing? Or so, is it like a you know. So get this, so I walk in and there's like this little old Asian lady. I mean, she could have been like 30 or she could have been like 70. I'm not really sure. Okay. And before I even got to say anything, she goes, you keep your clothes on! You don't take off shirt! This is not Swedish! And I'm like, okay, I wanted to keep my clothes on. I go, I just need my, I need like a legit massage. And I go, I need my back and shoulders done. Yeah. And like, finally, after she, like, stopped screaming, she's like, Oh, we have menu around that wall. <laughs> and then I fucking looked at the wall and I was like, Yeah, can I get my back and shoulders down for a half hour? Jesus. But she, she, like, legit thought I was coming in there. What? For a happy ending. Or something.
2: What did you, what, how did you walk up? Did you, I mean, did you, was your dick hanging on your pants? No, or something? Like, I was wearing, like, doing? just,
1: I was wearing, like, normal fucking, I was wearing, like, my, um, like, plaid shorts. Okay. And just, like, a fucking, like, um, a uh what's it called like those under armor shirts it was nike but the
2: uh okay the, um, like a golf shirt
1: kind of like the loose okay uh, i forget what that's called so it
2: looks like you just got off the course yeah okay so yeah i mean at 11 a yeah 11 a.m oh that's what it was you're at 11 a.m that's when all the creeps come out <laughs> everyone's, oh, yeah everyone's looking to get jerked off before church I'm it's like funny. I'm like, miss, I haven't been jerked in a while. She knew. She
1: spotted you a mile away. <laughs> like she like, she just yelled at me and like, I'm like, Jesus. No wonder there's nobody in here. I go, 'cause and then I was like, Do you need an appointment?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and she,
2: she just got mad. I've never I've never had a mas- oh, I've had massages tagging, I guess, but I've never gone and gotten one. Yeah. Like it's usually just like I'm dating someone or something. But I've never you gone go, somewhere. Man. You should go. because. Well, here's the thing. It I, does hurt. I'm, or at least hurts me because
1: my back is sore.
2: I don't... I'm just like... My fear is I walk in and... I don't want the jerk off massage. I don't want the happy ending. I want I would want like a legit one. Then go to a legit place. But it just feels like you want that happy ending anyway. No, I don't. I don't want that. But I don't like I don't know. It just, you just it's lay because it's 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 the same feeling I would feel They play soothing music? It's if, if okay, so the only way the only way that I almost went was I was I was dating somebody and we were going to go together. Okay. okay, so that I was like I was game for that, but going in alone, I f- the idea feels to me like going to the strip club club alone. You know what I mean? Just like I was by about to do that probably next on week, a half a, 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 like in the afternoon. I was gonna do that next week.
1: I thought about it. I was like, huh? "Fuck, dude, I need something to do on Monday <laughs> afternoons."
2: Um. They just feel dirty, doing. it. No, I the massage is fine. Is somebody touching me for money? I don't know. I just You have your clothes on
1: in kind of both scenarios. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I just like. Go to Healing Touch and <laughs> okay. ask for my
2: girl Wang or whatever her name was. What your name is like Jennifer or something? Betty. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here for Wang. And they're like, Get no, you keep your clothes on, <laughs> God damn it. But like
1: there's no one else in there. Oh, by the way, there's two restaurants in the food court. Oh yeah. It's still fucking Flaming Walk.
2: Flaming Walk will never go away. And then That's like one place
1: away. across like across the entire food court. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is so sad.
2: This that well that that, that mall is, I think is actually bankrupt. I heard that I thought Amazon was gonna buy it. I
1: thought it was supposed to turn into a drive-in movie theater. Maybe it's that. Who knows? It's such or a sad story. I heard phase. that, and then like years ago it
2: was supposed to be a dealership. Yeah uh that's like you just like walk in and do a giant deal or they're gonna level it like
1: a yeah i don't know a car dealership or some kind
2: i could see that i mean there isn't yeah i guess that would make sense but yeah that's there just isn't much there i went there one time and i wanted to spend money i was like i'm allowing myself x amount of dollars and i just went to macy's and I, i even at macy's okay so i have a macy's card so you get like the points, and, yeah. and you get extra discounts when they do the big sales right. and stuff. So I went because they sent me a letter in the mail and about it. I was like, you know what? I need clothes for the change of season. This was like a couple weeks ago. So I went and I bought like some things, but they they just didn't have shit for shit. They didn't have nothing. Like I wanted to spend money. I was like, I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars because I'll get probably like two grand worth of shit. Right. Because it's the, all the discounts. There wasn't enough there. There was nothing there. Like, I I, I felt like, I'm like, I want to spend money, but I can't.
1: You felt robbed.
2: I did. I bought shit that I didn't even need just so I didn't walk out empty-handed. I, I, yeah, I,
1: a, I can't remember, like, the last time I went into, like, a mall or something and dropped, like, serious money. Um, like, a couple hundred bucks on shit.
2: Oh, well, I, well, I did it that day. I, um, yeah. Minus like Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas I'll do. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think. uh, No, especially for myself. The other mall, the Macomb Mall. I'd go in there. I would go to the. They had the streetwear store. It's Mm -hmm. got all the hood clothes in it. All like just like it's just cratsy stuff (laughs) to put, for lack of a better term. Nobody knows what that means, but just understand it's like the streetwear, you know, bedazzled jeans for dudes, but they're like. Well, they're not baggy anymore. Now they're skinny, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Back in the day, b- b- the places back, back before FUBU was in Walmart, you'd go there to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, back when it costs. Now like, you can get
1: Champion there.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fucking bag back, in back the day when fucking. When Champion was cheap. When b- b- I don't even know if Pelly Pelly's still around. Is that like a thing? I don't know. Academics? Remember that one? I, I have a couple of academics. Yeah. Cheap. I don't know if that brand's around. But back in the day. The places you have to go to get that shit legit, yep. that's the type of store this was. So I went and I think I dropped like three hundred dollars. But but I'll be honest, I got like a hoodie that uh fucking is dope as hell. It's all like, uh, what do they call that? Like not velvet or like whatever. Like suede. It's like a su- on the inside. It's super soft, I thick got, and heavy. I got something like that. It's like a pajama.
1: Top, almost. yes, it's fucking awesome. Yes. It's like a Hugh Hefner type shit. Yes,
2: silk. That was like that was a bunch of money, and then I got a couple t shirts and I had some hats, and I was I was like, I'm killing the game. Yep. I was just killing the game, killing the game. Speaking of killing the game, speaking of killing the game, the game yes. is killing the game. He is. So we're gonna do a bit of a deep dive here. Yep. This we was, did
1: it for uh, Hogan Rules. We did. Right? That was the, the album. The whole album we did that one. That, yeah. w- that was the, uh, what it was called, though, right? Hogan I Rules? I believe
2: so. Yeah, I believe it was called Hogan Rules. You know, I want to yeah. be a Hulkamaniac. I want to be a Hulk-a-maniac. a Hulkamaniac. Have fun with, with my, my family, family and friends. And friends. And then there was like Beach Patrol where yeah. he was rapping. And then they had Jimmy Hart's wrestling boot traveling band. Then they had uh, you know, the Hulkster in the Heaven. The Hulksters in Heaven, yeah. where he's
1: like he saw him kill somebody he or something. Killed somebody. a Hulkamaniac yeah, and sent in him the to UK, heaven. but he wasn't oh, there. Oh yeah, no,
2: it was he was talking about a match <laughs> in the UK, but he wasn't there. It was a match he wasn't even <laughs> yeah. It was dedicated to a fan who died who watched his last match that never <laughs> even happened. Yeah. Um, and then, then, then there was a no wait. That was a different album. There was a different. There was because there was another album where like Vince had a song. Yeah. because I think we listened to that one too. The same was I don't know if it was that episode or another I episode. Don't know. But it was Vince had a song. Uh, yeah, it was the it was the
1: WWF fucking yeah, song. Linda
2: Hogan had a song. Linda, Linda Hogan, <laughs> yes, yeah, wife.
1: Hulk Hogan's wife. First I was thinking of Linda McMahon. And then no, like, Linda Hogan.
2: Linda Hogan had a song. But then, yeah, anyway, so it was a it was a amazing album. We do, dove deep on it. But there's a new song for, everybody's talking about it. Everyone. Everybody people are talking. Talking about people. Yeah. Talk about this song. Yep. It's called The Black Slim Shady by the Game. Yep. The game. So um former G Unit member. Yeah, G G G G unit.
1: <laughs> um, former doctor's advocate
2: that, what, what does that mean that's his second uh, second album doctor's was advocate. that when he left g-unit yeah so he it, only well, had one album under g-unit that's right and then because the second album wasn't under aftermath it was either. off of, under geffen yeah so i think i think and this is where you're going to be able to probably do a better job than me i think we should probably set the stage of his history with Dr. Dre, G Unit, Eminem like what so explain he gets, he for gets the people that are
1: uninitiated. Back in like the early 2000s right? Yeah. He gets signed by Dr. Dre. Yes. G Unit at the time is like the hottest thing yeah. since fucking Jesus walked on water, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's G Unit, you know, everyone, everyone. on everybody. Yeah, even Miss Trella is like, get out you get your ass out of my class. Shit like that. She's fucking <laughs> everyone's j Yeah. So, hottest thing on earth. I think Dr. Dre uh, had this idea of throwing the game in G-Unit mm-hmm. to have a, you know, a West Coast presence. Okay. Because, you know, shortly before this, within the decade um, or within the 10 years, like Biggie, Tupac died, all that, West Coast, East Coast rap. Yeah. You know, I think they're trying to make, you know, not a beef, but like... You know, East, they like a, a G Unit East, e, G Unit West.
2: Yeah. You know, just just build take the over. brand yeah. out. So, so and 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 now this first album, the idea was that Dr. Dre was going to produce it the same way he produced, you know, Eminem's uh, early albums. The way he did Snoop Dogg like it? Was he 50s. was going to be? Yeah, the, the game was going to be his new
1: protege for the time yeah. period. So him and Fifty getting to some kind of beef. The he, game, yeah. yes, fifty and game. Game leaves G Unit, aftermath, and uh, you know Interscope kind of side with fifty because
3: yeah. he's
1: a fucking money maker at the time. Yeah, can't really blame him. And game then comes out with a second album. He only had one album under G Unit. Um, hate it or love it was that the hate it or love it, which is a great I mean, no, song, no 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 by no by. that that was on there, but it was it was called documentary. Oh, documentary. Yeah. Documentary was the first album. Doctor's Advocate comes out like a year later um he's under geffen mm-hmm. no longer in g-unit beefing with 50 um his second album was kind of like almost like a cry for help to dr dre because he was like look man you signed me and you're just gonna get rid of me because of fucking my beef with 50 you
2: know mm-hmm. the dr dre i know wouldn't do that all this shit so yeah so so that's where it kind of – he ends up. But he's had a lucrative career since yeah. then. He's He's been doing all right. Everybody's been uh, knowing about the game. I remember one year when I started speaking – this is a way to tie it into what we talked about earlier. Back when I was um, – back in the day when I first started working for Psychopathic Records, one of my first – I think it was – no, this was a, my first paying job. My first paying job was right before a gathering. This was probably 2012, I want to say. And um, that was when they got a lot bigger acts that would come there. Yeah. And the game was one of the acts that was going to come there. Was the game Dmx? There was a bunch of other ones I can't remember, but I remember two of the, my faves. Oh, I think that, that I think that year Charlie Sheen may have been there. All right, it was during that crazy three of my faves, and uh, the game no showed. Ooh. I got his... Uh, my job was I had to I had to organize everyone's rider lists. That's, like, what they want. Yeah. Like, want food, drinks, right, whatever. Right, right, right. Um, Only blue M&Ms. Yeah, that type of shit. And uh, I remember he had a very large rider list, and then he yeah, he no-showed. He never showed up. Did you have all the stuff? Uh, I, that was not my... My job wasn't to get it. Right, but did, they, just did, they, giant,
1: did they get all his I, stuff? I
2: believe so. They've always been really good at doing that. So... They make sure to get – but I had to organize this giant spreadsheet and itemize everything that was there so that somebody could just go to the store and buy it and have it ready. Um, so I'd, anyway. have, I'd have pudding or yogurt. Yeah, I would do that. I would do um, – if I th- – I want to be – I A Hulkamana? Yeah, so I can have fun with my family and friends. But after that, after that <laughs> – um, if I were to be famous enough where I have a writer, I would probably ask for, what I would ask for stuff that I wouldn't necessarily need right then and there, but maybe I would need within like the next week. Like aspirin? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> listen, I need, I need a, a bulk pack of Excedrin. I need, it's just like things that I need at home. Can you I also need some give detergent. me detergent? I need a, I need an industrial size of toilet yeah, paper. Toilet paper. I need so you never have to do grocery shopping. Yeah. I need some toothpaste. And then I just bag it up and take it with me. i was like, "Thanks, bro. This is everything I needed." Uh, <laughs> I'm set now. Oh, I need some dog food. <laughs> yeah. Um so all right, so all we're right. Gonna, so Black we ha- Slim Shady. Yeah, so here's how we're going to do this. I have Genius pulled up. So it's got all the information and in the lyrics. We're going to listen to it and then in sections, and we're going to go over what's going on and some of the annotations because people kind of are explaining yeah what's going on what's happening why here. Is, why is this being said yes now i want to give there's notes on the song so i'm going to read you the the rundown of the song it's the about of the song okay so the black slim shady all right so here's the uh, little editorial uh in the it's the about section and, on genius the black slim shady marks the game's first highly anticipated official Official diss track for Eminem. So this is a diss track technically. Yep. On May fifth or March fifth, 2022, the rapper first mentioned Eminem during a uh, Drink Champs interview, stating he overrules Eminem in the music industry. Game also offers a rap battle against Slim Shady in the interview. He states, "I like Eminem. He's one of the fucking good MCs, great MCs. I used to think Eminem was better than me. He's not." He's not. He's not. Challenge it. It's not drama. Swizz Beats and Timberland know that it's bigger than verses. I don't know what that means. I'm not. They say- host verses. Oh, got it. It's bigger. So his challenge is bigger than verses. Not even about verses, which I'm sure that plays something into it. Uh, I'm not saying I want smoke with Eminem. I'm saying I want smoke with Eminem. Wait what? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm not. I'm not saying I want smoke with Eminem. I'm saying I want smoke with Eminem. Him and him, whoever.
1: All right. So he's like, I never stomped out Charlie Murphy's couch yeah. or Eddie Murphy's couch. Yeah.
2: Of course rub I rubbed my boots in Char- yeah. Eddie Murphy's couch. Rick James, <laughs> bitch. The game has teased this song since April. Good Lord. He's really milked this thing. Appeared on Uproxx show Fresh Pair, attempting to hold the crown for the best artist to be. Now... He And this is a 10-minute song, by the way. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Now, this, to me, sounds like he's really, really, really wanting some attention. And because of that, I don't think Eminem's going to respond to this at all. Like he, He's going to pull a Nick Cannon? I think he's going to pull a Nick Cannon where maybe Eminem will put a line about him in a song that Eminem is featured on. It won't even be, in, it won't even be an official Eminem song. He'll be featured on like a... I don't know, some Cardi B song or something, like, I don't know, with some dumb song that he's paid too much money to be on, he'll mention this, so and I, that's it. That's I all you're going to
1: get. I hope we're getting, like, the takeover ether. ether. Like, he does takeover, Eminem comes back with ether and just fucking
2: kills it. Well, the name But of this I album, like the game. So The name of this album is called Drillmatic. So, you know... Yep. There's there's some connection there. But the, the 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 thing is though it just seems a little bit he's overplaying his hand a little bit. I think if it's a, if it was a little bit more casual um you know Because and I think cuz I think he's looking for that pop like MGK got. Where MGK granted Eminem destroyed him but it for got for for a quick second. For a quick there second. There was no response. Yeah, for a quick second there was no response and then Eminem got him destroyed him for a minute. And then MGK, though, all of a sudden was put in a lot of people's brains. He, he got a lot of word about it because people heard of him, but he wasn't like on that level. Then he was like, well, I can't rap anymore because none of the rap fans like me, but everybody knows my name, so now I'm going to do whatever this punk rock shit that he does now. I didn't even know he was doing punk rock it's shit. Some, it's I thought he was stupid. just with a Kardashian or something. No, no, he's with... Um, a Jenner? He, no, he Pete Davidson was with Kim Kardashian. I know. I thought was, he was with. I thought he was with the different one. No, he's with Megan Fox. Oh, MGK was Megan Fox. Um, oh no, I'm thinking about Travis Barker. Yeah, that's he's, a Kardashian. He's with a like Jenner Kardashian. Yeah, Courtney, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so yeah, so we're gonna listen to this um, and uh, work our way through. It opens with some sort of like little skip, but we'll listen to the whole thing in full to be unbiased. Um ooh, it's loud. Let's turn that down. We needed to hear you fucking
1: testing white claws hey, or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm still out making my Uber runs. I'll be home soon. I just got one more pickup, kinda close to eight mile. Oh. Okay. Okay. I Let didn't know he was it. coming here. Okay, so let's just pause it right there, twenty seconds in. There is an annotation to that. Hey grandma, making Uber runs. Got one more to pick up close to eight mile. Now there's an annotation. What's that say? Uh, this lyric is in reference to the film Eight Mile, which was loosely inspired by Eminem's days as a battle rapper. Cool. So I'm glad we were able to get that annotation just for the uninitiated. I know that not everybody's in on all this yes. stuff. Yes. Um, all right. Let's let's continue the song here. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it didn't say it was just a place in Detroit. Yeah. No. That would that would be silly. You
1: had to mention the movie.
2: I mean, it's not a bad beat. I I like the vibe. Like I said, I'm a fan of
0: game.
2: Now, before we get into it here, that's the chorus. There's annotations. We need to read these. We need to read them all. So he does this... He sounds like... An old car, trying to start. This is a mixture of the traditional G-Unit tag and the way Eminem says the word shady in his 2009 song, Hello. Eminem's delivery of the word in that song is itself a reference to the way 50 Cent tends to introduce himself in various songs. This is multi-layered. Yeah, this is this is deep. I don't know where we would be without G- Genius right no, now. <laughs> because they're letting us all know this. We we, we established the... Yeah. And then he goes um, something about him and his hit boy. So if you don't know this... <laughs> We're reading holidays. <laughs> if you don't know We're, we're dissecting right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: we are gonna go deep. We're back in Mr. Desmet's class Jesus. dissecting a fucking carrot and a pea. Yeah. That's a true story. We had to fucking do that. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. <laughs> so, Instead of fucking dissecting a fucking rat like the other class did, we had a fucking pee. I did a frog. So did I. Oh. But the other class had a rat too. Oh, that's And gross. we had a
2: fucking like and a carrot i'm kind of glad i didn't have that um so this is he says him and hit boy's on his shit hit boy is a grammy nominated producer and rapper that was has produced for a wide range of popular artists including nas aesop rocky juice world and benny the butcher as the game stated this is not his first collaboration with hit boy <laughs> as they have previously collaborated in songs such as violence released in june of 2022 all right so this is this is good this is I'm glad we have this. And then on top of this, then he has says, "The hi, I'm the Black Slim Shady." The cadence with which the game—I love the way that this is written. It cadence. <laughs> the cadence which the game says "hi" is an obvious reference to Eminem's 1999 breakout hit "My Name Is." This was itself a reference to the way Eminem said "hi" in his raucous track "Any Man." Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember that song. What is- this, is this? Is this is how you go down a rabbit hole? Because I yeah. can click on that and then play it. The title, The Black Slim Shady, is a reference to Eminem's second novelty hit, The Real Slim Shady. The game has called himself the Black Marshall Mathers before. That I did not know about. Who's who's Who referred himself to? The game. Oh. The game is re- referred to him on the song Bigger Than Me uh, back in uh, 2014. All right. Produced by Mosley <laughs> from the album Blood Moon, Year of the Wolf. All right. I'll have to check that one out too. All right. So here we I really
1: only know Game's first three albums, but those three albums I fucking love.
2: Well, you should check out Blood Moon, Year of the Wolf. You're missing out otherwise. I'm going to. All right. We're going to get through the first verse, then we're going to chop it up. We're going right. to di- dis- dissect this thing. Everybody strap the fuck in.
0: sick in the brain, sick in the Wet in the rain, nine singing Frank Ocean, then you get hit with this Nova cane. Sick and tired of niggas, bitches, and critics, they all the same. Laying games, they playing line, they trying me for my name. I stick my dick in your podcast. Sell a bitch on the show just to lick the tip. It's ridiculous, she watching it grow. Cross side cross ass on so my enemies. If you cross the street, you run into me, crashing to a light boat. Now you call him out the driver's side like a centipede. Tell God don't intervene while I'm smashing some weedy, pussy, to the smith and The G A Ficky Thicky M. Pay my face, I'm him. Putting this big black dick in your skims I don't think they know
2: Okay, so now right. So there's a lot of Right now, there's no mention really of like Eminem right. in any of this. Um He just says he's the black Slim Shady. Yeah. So so let's there's a few annotations though, some lines. So he goes, It's the game, sick in the brain, sick is the day that I came. A line that mirrors many of M's lyrics, it uses a double entendre, Ooh. Uh, which M does a lot nowadays. Sick as the day I came. This line can be interpreted in two ways. One being that he's he's sick as the day he came into the world, and the other being that he's sick as the day he came, quote unquote, ejaculated. Okay, so that's I'm glad this was broken come down. Come and <laughs> come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sick in the brain is quite an obvious one since M has rapped many times about his brain damage and has joked about being insane many times. Oh, okay. Okay. Now a lot <laughs> that's of a good breakdown. Uh, the other the other line here that's annotated is now I'm singing Frank Ocean and you can get hit with this Novocaine. Um, in this line, now this is like an official annotation. This is big, so there's a lot packed into this. In this line, game dro- name drops R&B artist Frank Ocean as well as mentions his May 2011 smash hit Novacane. Um, I think that's a Frank Ocean song. However, game has also it, it may also be employing wordplay here, as Novocaine is a drug primarily known to numb pain. Following that, the line could allude to the game sending shots. Toward possibly Eminem implying doing that doing drugs. Well, it'll say imposi- implying that he need to take Novocaine in order to help him recover from the lines that he's about to spit at him. And ah. Eminem's 2013 song, Bad Guy, Matthew, the brother of one of the more infamous Stan, uh mentions Frank Ocean as one of the reasons why he is about to murder Eminem. This is for my brother and Frank Ocean. Uh, for the game to mention Frank Ocean as a callback is a pretty deep cut, perhaps serving to foreshadow Matthew's identity before it's revealed later in the song. So yeah, so let me back up. Have you listened to Marshall Mathers too? Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's the the first song on the album is from the point of view of Stan's brother, right? Right. Okay, I didn't know if you'd. Yeah. So, but it's not revealed until kind of the end that right, that's what right, it is, right, right. and then he kidnaps Eminem and drowns him in the car and blah blah blah. So um now so here's the deal there's a line i know that's going to come up probably in the second verse somewhere or maybe in the third somewhere in there these are deep cuts the game is very familiar with eminem's doing a lot of research or Or just a big fan yeah
1: he's a he's familiar and
2: he, he like i know he's praised him in the past yeah oh absolutely and then this is a jesus this is a quite an annotation for the line that says it's the G-A-Ficky-Ficky-M, paint my face, I'm him. M uh, as the na- as, is the same as M, E-M. So the game is merging their names together. Oh, I see, spelling out his name, G-A-M. Yeah, I got it. Um, a note, G-A-M is not how the game's rap name is spelled, though. Just to, um, They had to put that, by the way. Um, The voice-acted disc-scratching noises are a signature of Eminem's style used to represent Slim Shady, usually his appearance. The face-painting image is a twist of the concept of blackface, a racist. In case you don't know what blackface yeah. is, it's a racist vaudeville and popular music tradition of the 20th century in which white performers get this. White performers would white paint, performers yes they would paint their faces to perform mocking parodies of black music and dance. The game inverts to suggest he's painting his face white and parodying Eminem's white rap style, which he does throughout the song. Oh, we got all of that out of that fucking one line. And what was the line? Uh, It's the G A Ficky Ficky M. Paint my face. I'm him. Oh, that's all of that was just put in there. So this is um, okay. And then, but yeah, otherwise, there's no other direct reference to Eminem. So so far, as we listen to this, and I'm listening to this diss track toward Eminem, I'm waiting for the diss still. I'm I'm not quite. Hey,
1: he's got ten minutes. That's true. And this is the intro. That's
2: true. This is the well. This is the first verse. Right. This is the
1: intro. I guess you're right. right? Yeah, yeah. This is the intro to the story.
2: Yeah. So, but right now it sounds like a real like homage or like, hey, I'm a big fan. So here's how much I love you. Maybe he's gonna stand his ass. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Wait. I didn't see that coming. Maybe there's another layer to that. Let's just keep it going. Let's Go. He's cooking, he's cooking Cooking. some stuff up. Tiptoeing in ponderous
0: oven I mitts, Michigan in my basement last night. I was wasted last night. I went ache last night. Chopped his body up and forgot where I placed it last night. Had a slice of humble pie. I couldn't taste it last night. Lost my taste, and my smell. I got a marion. Me and Dr. Fauci went the crazy girls, and then we got a party on. So, feed five, fum. I'm with 40 going dumb. Not eat 40 the other 40. I'm with Canadians at Drake House having a steak. Yeah. And I'm so tired of ordering takeout. What's beef? Beef is when you tell a chef to bring them out, So let's play house with the Dracos and the AR. Stay the fuck up off of Stanley grass and take a shit in AR. And my dick stay hard when I see Lizzo on the internet. another BBL. My dick get little on the internet. My intellect is NFTs and cryptos. I can never be a crypto. I tiptoe with my red rag around six souls.
3: Chuck?
2: It's because he's a, he's a blood. He? he is a blood. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why he can't crypto. Yeah. So Okay, so... So there's an interlude that comes up here. Um, but before we get into that, there's a lot. Now, there's, there's a, a lot, lot to here. unbury. Now it sounds like there's some disses being sent. So first line here, um, it sounds like he's, from what I gather here, he's not just taking shots at Eminem. I think he's going to be taking some shots at Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. Looks based, like maybe D12. D12? Right? I'm, I'm, I am
1: just hear 40
2: ounce, dude. D12. The
1: other... F- Oh, didn't maybe. He, didn't he mention a 40-ounce? Well,
2: he says... Well, we'll get to that. It's later but We've got to get through this paragraph, and then we'll get to that one. But he says, uh, fee fi i am with 40 going numb. Not E-40, the other 40. I'm with Canadians in Drake's house. I don't know what that means. Having a out. I don't know what that is. Um... But, yeah, so it goes, I killed Dr. Dre in my basement last Well, that's an obvious reference, yep. right? Dr. Dre is dead. He's locked in my basement. Um, the game's delivery throughout this verse is a uh, pistache. A pistache? Pistiche? A pistache? It's a, is a pastiche of the style. A mustache? It's a mustache of the style Eminem <laughs> uses throughout the Marshall Mathers LP. I want, um, a, I want a mustache <laughs> of style after Eminem. Yeah. Um, and then there's this one, I was wasted last night, I went apeshit last night, chopped his body up and forgot where I placed it last night. Slim Shady's been known to have a very violent nature. Is that like for th- 3 a.m. or something? Uh, Probably, something like that. 3 a.m. reference? Yeah, and here the game shows that he has, w- has one as well. This also showing, going more into detail on exactly how he murdered Dr. Dre, just like Slim Shady did on the lead single of the Marshall Mathers LP, The Real Slim Shady. And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre, we already read that yeah. part. We're kind of getting repetitive here, yes. but yes. There's more, though. Well, I think you just wrapped that part. No, it says it right here. Well, I know. And oh. then you read it. Oh. You wrapped
1: it and then read it. No, oh. Well, no, it was written up here, too.
2: Oh, well, I can't see, Dr.
1: what's, in- I can't see what's written yeah. in, uh, you know, on your laptop <laughs>
2: across <laughs> from me. So... And then there's this big line here. So he had a, I had a slice of humble pie. I couldn't taste it last night. Lost my taste and smell. I got om, om, omarion, but I think it's a reference to Omicron. Yeah. Uh me and Dr. Fauci went to Crazy Girls, and then we got our party on. So Omorion is a rather contrived pun on Omicron, a variant of COVID nineteen coronavirus. Yeah, I was right. Uh, <laughs> a signature symptom. See this? I am a you know what? I am a genius. I could have written this. Crazy Girls, I think, is a
1: strip club here. Uh, well, hold on. We're gonna get there. I'm, so, I'm just, I'm planting the
2: seed. Yeah, I'm planting the seed. So it's a, signa- a signature, just like the "come, come" reference earlier. That was a good one. That was very well written. A signature symptom of COVID is a loss of sense and taste and smell. Amarion is an R&B singer. One of his exes, uh, April Jones, admitted she she should have fucked the game when she got the chance. I don't. All right. So it had nothing to do with COVID. Or the well, Omicron. I guess, yeah. Dr Fauci is the chief Do you know who Dr Fauci is? I do. He well in case for those out there that don't know for the uneducated Dr Fauci is the chief medical advisor to the President of the United States who became famous during the COVID-19 pandemic as the face of the lockdowns something incompatible with partying in crazy girls a Los Angeles strip club. Oh I, I so think there's all, one called
1: that in Michigan too. Probably. But hey What if together. what if COVID was a work To get Fauci over. With the game? No, with like America. Oh, Oh. Oh, we're going with that. Fauci, they want Fauci as the baby face of America. I thought you were saying
2: that they did COVID so like the game and Fauci could like hang out. No,
1: (laughs) it's to get Fauci over because he's the new baby face of America. So they wanted to push Fauci. So they made up COVID so he could be the king of COVID and he gets the he gets the push. Maybe life I, is wrestling.
2: I guess I don't I don't know about that one um maybe there's a possibility it, it is um okay' Look so, on genius they'll say so there's more um so uh overall the tone of this line is attempted to replicate Eminem's signature use of famous people as name drops. And then there's this there's these lines here at the bottom And my dick stay hard when I see Lizzo on the internet? Here it is, another BBL and my dick get little on the internet, which I don't know what that exactly means. Uh, Lizzo, for the uneducated, Lizzo is a pop singer, rapper, and virtuistic flute flautist uh, who is fat. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's what it what it it says? It says Lizzo is a popular singer, rapper, and virtuistic flautist, someone who plays the flute, Yeah, who is fat. (laughs) <laughs> and known for showing off her body with revealing costumes and sexual dancing. She wore like a thong to a Lakers game. I heard about it. I think I've seen that. Um, a BBL is short for Brazilian butt lift, a plastic <laughs> surgery technique in which liposuction is used to increase the size of a butt while decreasing the size of a waist. The game is saying that he's only into fat girls with naturally big asses but it's not literal he's saying this through his black slim shady persona oh god yeah because because uh slim shady
1: likes the fat chick that he sliced off the right nipple
2: oh yeah that's right <laughs> Um, there's I have to scroll down. There's more. <laughs> Responding to criticism of his 1999 album, yep. the Slim Shady LP, as being misogynistic and homophobic, and to his new life as a pop star, Eminem's 2000 album, the Marshall Mathers LP, is full of invective. Invective is full of invective toward the teen pop stars of the day, women, and the LGBTQ plus community. All said by his Slim Shady persona, so nobody can get mad. Lizzo, a teen pop star, feminist, and queer icon, represents a cross-section of who Slim Shady would want to degrade by claiming to use as porn. The white Slim Shady's love of fat girls has also been used by Eminem to create a character with niche sexual tastes. In his braggadocio passage, the game doesn't appear to be using the imagery to insult Eminem, just to show off that he can do the same tricks.
1: Huh. He did do the same tricks. He did. He didn't slice off anyone's nipple, though. No, he did not. He said what he should have done. Um, <laughs> you, you said queer icon, and I thought you were going to say just queer eye.
2: Yeah, yeah, for the, for the straight guy. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Um, and then there's one more line. My intellect is NFTs and cryptos, but I can never be a crypto, which it it's explains the pun on the crypto. Yeah. And, but this, here's, here's an additional reason. Uh, NFTs are non fungible tokens. a are kind of a digital product that have a unique ID written to the blockchain. We all know this, um, which is supposed to make them unique. In other words, the game is saying he is a free thinker and he is thought he, and his thought process is different from everyone else's. It is also another shot at M M&M since in January, 2022, Slim Shady bought a board ape NFT, which is true, which is his avatar on Twitter. And, uh, he used the, that board ape, uh, image, in an animated video with Eminem and Snoop Dogg okay. yeah, Eminem and Snoop Dogg get a video recently so there's there's our first, finally first jab right, second first verse, jab. first jab otherwise, it's a big shout out to Eminem and how much of a, a fan he is so far now there's a little bit of an interlude so Stan's, Stan's brother is picking somebody up what's gonna happen next
0: yeah hey man, let's get you out the rain I'm good looking How's your night going, bro?
2: I'm cool, man. You don't need that mask. Nobody cares about that shit anymore. You
0: got a charger up there with you? Yeah, for sure. It reaches all the way back there too. Good looking, homie.
2: I gotta say though, the dialogue of this sounds just like the beginning of like a gay porno right now. (laughs) It's just very terrible. Just two dudes just bonding, just being bros, and the next thing you know, they're They're just blowing each other. Yeah, blowing each other for an Uber ride. Anyway, gay for pay. The uh, voice acting in this is terrible.
0: Yo, I really fuck with that starter cat. That shit hard as fuck. Oh. Crazy story behind it. My brother Stan, rest in peace. What? He gave this hat 22 years ago. Damn.
3: It's
2: 22 my years.
0: Can I see that shit for a minute? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, shit. This motherfucker autographed and everything. Who signed it for you? Eminem. He used to be like this rap god. Man, me and my I brother get it.
2: praised him. That's when I was little. I don't really like any of his new stuff. Whoa! Wait. I kind of agree. I know where we're going.
1: Wait. Why do you have a? G- Yo, shut g- the Hey, man, I'm driving. I'll get you there. Wait.
0: Yeah, I'll take back. you. I'm a fan. It's cool back. too, man. You don't need all to do this. In the fucking road. Oh, okay. Yo, come on, man. All right. Drive. All right, all right. Drive. We'll go, we'll go. Shut the fuck up. All right. Ask Dre.
2: All right, wait. Before we ask Dre, let's. So there's a lot here. There's a lot of yeah, references here. There is a lot in that little skit. So um, the rain sound effect in this skit is a reference to the rain sounds playing through the Eminem stand. And the beat is actually kind of similar. Yeah, There is a similar kind of vibe there. My tea's
1: Um, gone cold. I'm wondering why.
2: Yeah. Got out of bed at all. And then there's this... uh, Morning clouds in my window or something, right? Something. (laughs) You're kind of there. I'm kind of there. Um, And then it goes, there's a thing about the mask. Oh, you don't need that shit anymore. Nobody cares about that. The implication is the game is wearing a COVID face mask to conceal his identity for the crime he's preparing to commit. Considering he's the black, slim, shady, could it be shady's signature hockey mask he's wearing? We don't, we don't know. We don't know. And there's a picture of him with the hockey mask on. No, but it was it couldn't have been <laughs> the hockey mask because he's like, you can take that off. Yeah, it's like, a COVID mask. Let's just let's chill.
1: No one cares about that shit anymore. No one like what is he talking about? Jason? Yeah, come like, get on. the fuck out of here. Genius. You gotta come calm on. down. Come on, man.
2: Genius sounds are a little desperate. Whoever's working for Genius is just really desperate to put some annotations in there. They probably the head guy at Genius is like, because I, I believe Eminem is an investor in this website. Yeah. Um he. I think he co-owns it to some degree. I'm, I'm guaranteed that one of the whoever the head guy is is like, you need to annotate this now, and they're like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I just gotta make just make up stuff. Just reach for anything. All right, now this whole paragraph here about the hat and everything, we all know what that's about. Yeah, you know,
1: you wrote it on the starter cap. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, Matthew Mitchell, the younger brother of Stanley Mitchell, which I never knew they had a last name. No, neither did I. I don't know where the last name came from. The younger brother of Stanley Mitchell, a fictional, overly-obsessed stalker fan who committed a murder-suicide after not getting acknowledged by Eminem soon enough. <laughs> Despite Eminem not interacting with the brothers in the original song, Matthew recounts eventually getting his hands on the long side after Starter Cab, which Eminem claims he autographed in his response letter. Um, with a rapid career spanning over two decades, Eminem's discography is widely varied, with the gloomy, violent songs off the Slim Shady LP in 1999 to the woke rock and roll infused sounds of Revival, which is poop. <laughs> that album is terrible. Recovery's uh, better. Yeah, that one's alright. Well, but the, the revival was like 2017. Yeah, that was yeah. This is there's no excuse at that point. Uh, Because of this change in Eminem's modern sound, his current music is subject to heavy criticism, often being compared to his early work. Um, And that's the reference to where he used to be a rap god. Um, All right, so now what is... I had his picture on my wall. Now, what are we asking Dre? That's where we're starting. Ask Dre.
0: All I got is my word, my dick, and my MAC-10. One thing you can never have is my motherfucking black skin this ain't no suit that i wore this ain't a mansion of hanging black this ain't no stupid award yeah. so oh he goes platinum and oh i'm on the math with him he got all the blackest friends he wants to be african me Left for dead on the doctor's advocate. Dre never executive produced it. I just imagined it. Oh, here goes the magic tricks. Candy shops and a magic stick. The Angelo baby got in shape to whip your ass again. You depressed, you just masking it. You pop a Adderall, a Viking it, and an aspirin. But the math wasn't mathing it. So pass me the torch. Cause the torture in my mind with the voice that defied rhymes will force the blind eye to see that I was in the white Rolls Royce with five nines. When you was pretending to be the white Royce, the five-nine. I just crossed the fine line. Might just force the white guy to call. D12 so he can be the pork that grinds swine And the biggest rap in Detroit, that award is Sean Don So uncork the Chardonnay and stick my fork in white wine I never heard you in a club, I never heard you in a bar 11 albums and 10 never got play inside of my car I'd rather listen to Snitch 9 like 69 times and participate in 69's with 69 nuns Than listen to you you're a Karen, call the cops, tell him it's a black man on your block with a Glock, and he got a cock, and the tattoos on his face is a star in a teardrop, he's standing on a teardrop and he says he can feel black in the air, like Phil Collins, listen to him, he's still wildin', ah, Epstein's chasing me around Epstein Island, so silence, I'm, I'm thinking, uh nothing rhymes with orange. So 50 50, Slim Shady, please stand up. Shoot the fade with me. I love to put these hands up. I could 40-glock you unarmed. Drop the world on your head with one arm. This Slim Haley's with me, and she's unharmed for now. That I'm really scared. These is the deepest secrets I keep, and i be on defense, because G's ain't supposed to float up. With all the facades I hold up, inside of my mind I froze up. I'm cold as COVID Ebola. The Spanish flu and Corona. The Zika virus pneumonia is deep inside my persona. On each side of my shoulders, is demons chasing Jehovah. The Renegade or the Soulja, I really gave it to Hova. I feel. 23 years, still ain't penetrate in the culture. You are not top five in mind, big pot eyes. No Andre, no nye. Stop telling white lies. Sniff a white line. This the right time. I should night, vanilla ice. I'm not Mr. Nice guy. I'm crazy.
2: All right. Now, there's a there's lot. There's a lot, Doug now, Perry, there. Now we're getting to, the, by the third verse, now we're getting deep. We're getting deep into deep.
1: the disses.
2: All right. Now there's some action here.
1: So... There's a there, shot, a lot, a lot of shots at a lot of people.
2: Yes, yes. So you know, ask Dre. All I got is my word, my dick, and my Mac Ten. One thing you can have is my black skin. This ain't no suit that I wore, and this ain't a mansion, a hanging plaque. That ain't no stupid award. Okay, so there. Let's start there. Okay. So, um, but there's a lot of deep references because he he did pause when he goes. You can never have my motherfucking black skin, yeah. right? You pause there. The game's long pause after saying the word black is referenced to Eminem's 2000 song Criminal. Where he pauses yeah. if he wants to say the word. Yeah, drink more liquor to fuck you up quicker than you want to fuck me up for saying the word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the game teases the audience with a pause, then completes the rhyme, implying Eminem's race prevents him from being able to say what the game can. Just as Eminem can't say the particular race-related wor- word that rhymes with quicker and liquor. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> what word that is. Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on, genius! Just say it. Yeah. Just say. It. You 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 want to say it? Just say it. Uh, the game clarifies that his black skin is not a suit that could be taken on and off. A common way of describing why it's insulting for white people to dress up as a. As members of marginalized... Oh, now he's even... Were you saying he's saying he's uh, Eminem's culturally appropriating? I didn't know we were getting woke here. Um, I, I thought Eminem was woke now. I mean, he kind of is. I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused by all of this. However, uh, <laughs> the imagery of a black suit evokes a signature garment. Eminem is worn for visuals representing the showman side of his personality for the Eminem show, Encore, and music to be murdered by. Eminem has numerous mansions, plaques, and awards, but he will never be able to buy or be given blackness. The subtext is that his wealth and acclaim is heaped on him by a white supremacist society. <laughs> that's a lot to di- to dissect oh. out of three lines. All right, so that he's part of the
1: KKK because uh, apparently uh, he's a white rapper. That's what All they're right.
2: saying. Um, are only KKK members like support him? I- I- well, it's a white supremacist. The whole society is white supremacist. That's uh. the system. The whole system's fucked, apparently. Um. So, that's that's three lines. Okay. We have more. Um. Uh, but I, I will say though, again, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit though because this has to be pointed out. That is a that is a really good um reference though. That first line where the pause and mm-hmm. the thing and all that. But it's funny he does all these really deep references and throwbacks. Very deep. But then has the line. I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit. We'll go back up to the top here. But he has this the line here uh I believe I believe rhyming with orange? No. Ugh. It was um 11 albums and 10 never got played inside my car. Are you sure about that? You're saying that you didn't listen to 10 of albums of his at all? But you're the, really the one.
1: Deep. The one I do agree with, though, is if we weren't from Detroit, yeah, like if we lived somewhere else, we would never hear Eminem in the club or in the bar, um, because he doesn't have bar or club hits. Like you, you can't dance to him.
2: There's that one with um, Nate Dogg from the Curtain Call from like yeah. 2004. That w- that's that's everywhere. That th- to this that's, day, that's it's that's, that's
1: the only exception. Though that's one song.
2: Um. You might be right. You might because be they're right, not gonna play like my name is or real some
1: shady or no.
2: you know f- you, any of his fucking hits without yeah. me. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I think that's just yeah, that lose like it. The one that's the one. eight mile. Uh, I'm trying
1: to think. Lose what? yourself, maybe, but it's still girls don't dance to that.
2: No, but the the shake that shake that yeah. ass. Oh no, no. Well, oh, yeah, he's he's featured on a lot. There was like "Shake That" with Akon He was on. That's a that's a club hit. There's so uh, yeah. I guess as far as his songs in particular, but even the, the
1: one club. with Nate Dog, I don't think it was as popular outside of the Detroit area.
2: That I don't know. That's a good. That would be my point. guess. Um. All right. So there's more here. So he goes. So he goes. Uh, it's uh, like Nas.
1: Nas doesn't get fucking. Nobody plays Nas in clubs.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, but yeah, so he goes. Uh, so oh, he goes platinum and always oh, on the math with him. He's got all the blackest friends. He wants to be African. Me, left for dead on the doctor's advocate. Now, it wasn't doctor's advocate? That's his second album. it's the second album. So left for dead for the, on the doctor's advocate. Dre never executive produced it. I just imagined it. Oh, here goes the magic tricks, candy shops, and magic stick. So this is probably, this, this goes deep in, into what we were
1: talking about earlier. Yeah, so when his second album came out, I'm guessing that it was around the time when Magic
2: Stick and uh, 50's
1: second album came out.
2: Yeah. So uh, the flow of this is an obvious reference to the, oh, there goes gravity passage from Eminem's signature, 2000 to, you know, Lose Yourself. The first verse of Lose Yourself is, a is the come up of b rap. We, yeah, we know what that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the game used it here to talk mockingly about Eminem's come up in real life. But, I mean, I got to say, though, as far as writing, this is very well written. Right. This is a very well written song. What,
1: the genius or the song?
2: Or both? The, the song. <laughs> the way he's writing this and the themes and the, and the references, it's very the references well done. Are, the references are deep, man. They're fucking deep. But, it honestly, I feel it takes away from any of the insults or the diss part of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's so obvious you're a fan seeking attention to an extent. To an extent. That's what it comes across as. Right. If this was anyone else, if anyone else, did, if if MGK did this, it'd be like, oh, just MGK's is a big fan. He just wants fucking wants a shout out. Um, <laughs> he wants a shout out. So let's see. The game was signed uh, to Dre's Aftermath in two thousand three, like you said, uh, where he was attached to G Unit. While Eminem has always used a white trash image, he was and usually seen surrounded by black rappers rather than white people the game is suggesting this is a racist attempt to claim legitimacy in the black culture um, to continue doctor's advocate i don't Well, first of all i don't i don't know i don't like that genius is attributing some of this stuff to like saying that he's racist i think he's just pointing out that maybe he's a culture vulture like he's kind of riding a culture wave that maybe he's not exactly like in yeah, yeah, but i don't like the way Genius is already be like, no, it's racist and white supremacist. Right. That's just it. I, like, did they ask Game about this? Game probably read that and was like, yeah. What are you talking about? This is I think they're making a leap here. See, Doctor's advocate, the game's second album was recorded after he left Aftermath, following a beef with G unit and Dre, in part due to feeling underrated compared to Fifty Cent, who wrote the two songs name drop here at Candy Shop, Magic Stick, often criticized for being basically identical dick innuendo club songs. <laughs> Dray didn't produce the album, which the Game considered an opportunity to prove he could make good music without the super producer on his side. Uh, Eminem, on the other hand, stayed with Dre who gets an executive producer credit on all of his albums. Well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, why would why would he leave? Yeah, he's just like, well, Game left, I guess I'm done. Sorry, yeah. I know you put me on the charts and make a bunch of hits, but I, I gotta go with Game on this one. Yeah, and I have fifty <laughs> underneath me. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here. Um, and then there's the D'Angelo Bailey line. D'Angelo Bailey got in shape to whoop your ass. Throwback to brain damage. You know, D'Angelo Bailey, who was a real person, and eventually sued Eminem. Yep, shouting him out. Um, but um, in which ba- the first part here covers just that. Um, but then D'Angelo Bailey is black, and his reason for targeting Eminem and brain damage is in part to him being white. He calls him a honky while trying to murder him. Ah, uh, the game is anal- analoging analogizing himself to Bailey. It's the revenge of the black bully. Okay, I'll take that. That's uh, that's that's kind of what I got from it because yeah. he said D'Angelo Bailey beefed up. I mean, yeah. Game's not a small dude. So yeah. Um, and then he goes, "You depressed. You just masking it. You pop an Adderall, Vicodin, and an aspirin." Uh, let's see, following Eminem's methadone overdose and subsequent recovery in two thousand eight? He's been open about his struggles with prescription pill addiction and his sobriety has become part of his modern persona. Starting from late 2003 with his probation was lifted. Eminem addiction spiraled out of control. He was able to mask his depression from his collaborators in this era, including 50 G unit mentioned in the above lyrics. The game appears to be talking about Eminem's drug issues during the mid-2000s, but it's possible he's referencing to Eminem as the recovered addict he is now, suggesting he's lying about having recovered. Ooh, that's a, that's a twist. Ooh. I didn't see that one coming. Lying about recovery. See, I thought it was going to be the top part, but so he's possibly lying about having recovered. A later line in the song where the game encourages Eminem to take up drugs again suggests this line is is set in the mid 2000s. Vicodin, the op- opioid opioid painkiller has long been a favorite topic in Eminem's lyrics. He's making jokes about how he ra- he, he rapped about Vicodin in the early 2000s and one was the drugs uh, to which he was addicted to during his hiatus. Adderall is a stimulant. I know what Adderall is. We all <laughs> know what that is. During- I mean, we don't need to define everything. Yeah, WebMD, come on. Yeah. During Eminem's addiction, he abused a related chemical, ephedrine, and Eminem has joked about having ADHD in songs in reference to his speedy, free-associative, sensory-overwhelming-rapping style. Aspirin is a mundane, non-rec... In case you didn't know, aspirin is a mon- It's an over-the-counter <laughs> drug
1: that helps with headaches
2: and heartburn. Like... Aspirin is oh, a mundane, non-recreational painkiller that ends the list with an understatement, perhaps to give the impression of a depressed Eminem swallowing whatever he can in his medicine cabinet. Now, here's a here's an interesting thing though. If he's referencing that maybe he's on drugs again, like Adderall. Yeah. I know that personally. Adderall will make you is let you be a workhorse. Yep. But creatively, you're kind of dull. Right. Um, I have experience with this. When I have to do something creative, I don't take it. If I have to do something like focus on a big project, then I that's when it's right. useful. Um,
1: you got to take some Adderall with some edibles or something.
2: Yeah, you got to counteract it a little bit if you want to get back to creative land. Otherwise, you're just too analytical. And I honestly think due to... The Eminem's current style that he does, in this way that it's like he raps fast and technical. Yeah. But what he says really isn't all that interesting anymore. I could believe that he's on Adderall because the that's that's the type of creativity. The game might be uh, unraveling some truth. Yes, I think that there's some truth there. Um. All right. Continuing on, but the math wasn't math, and then. Uh, math, <laughs> wasn't, math wasn't mathinin. Math, math, Yeah, that's what he said. Math wasn't mathinin. So pass me the torch because the torture in my mind uh, with the voice defined rhymes with the force of the blind. Okay, so he leads it leads into that. So what's the math that isn't mathinin? <laughs> Steiner <laughs> math? Yeah, he's doing some Steiner math. It would be great if it's like. So Scott Steiner.
1: Eminem uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> referenced Scott Steiner
2: yeah. in one song <laughs> and <laughs> came reference that because of Steiner math. See, the game says uh, this to claim that he reaffirmed Aftermath's dominance in the rap industry at a time when Eminem uh, was starting to lose steam, according to him. Uh, here, game is play- using a play on words using the term math. He was originally signed to Dr. Ray's label Aftermath these days when someone says the and math that, ain't that math could, That could be true, because game came around in, like, 05. He did, and Eminem And was, Eminem came out with, like,
1: Encore, and I remember it was, like, kind of a dud.
2: That was poop. That's the that's and that the was worst his fourth one. album
1: at the time. So at that time, when that dropped, that was by far the worst album that he had dropped.
2: Oh yeah, it was. It, that one was so disappointing. And then, and then Revival, I would put up there as well as Poop. But that is Eminem. If Eminem's on Adderall, that is Eminem on a fucking Adderall binge, thinking he is the shit, way more than he should have. Yeah. Because Revival is garbage. Um all right, now we got to the lines with the Royce to five nines. So I say uh, to see that I was in uh the White Rolls Royce with five nines when you was pretending to be the white Royce to five nine. So we all know Royce to five nines yep. is a Detroit Rapper, from Bad meets evil. Uh ninety seven Eminem met Royce through Royce's manager, Kino Childry, when Royce was opening for Usher. Uh upon which the two became quick friends shortly before Eminem rise to fame. Game asserts that while he was already accustomed to street life, driving in a luxury Rolls-Royce vehicle with five 9mm caliber handguns, Eminem was simply an aspiring rapper trying to emulate Royce's style. Oh, snap. And He really stuck it to him
1: there. I, I mean, know. I thought he was more emulating Ice Cube style, but... Who, the game? No,
2: Eminem. Like Ice w- Cube? When he first started. When he first started? No, when he first started, he was more like... Nas and Jay Z. You listen to like old Eminem before Slim Shady. He sounds like Infinite. Yeah, he sounds just like Nas and Jay Z. See, I I took it as a more of an Ice Cube. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I think like someone like um, in Detroit, like Esham, was definitely Ice Cube. That's an Ice Cube ripoff in Detroit. But yeah, Eminem was more lyrical, and then he, then he, then he took the storytelling gimmicks of I think I think from what I understand I think he took the storytelling gimmicks from Esham because he he was big at the time in right. the early 90s but that's really just biting off of Ice Cube. You listen to like Predator and listen to an old Esham album it's fucking one to one comparison. America's Most Wanted. Uh that's another one yeah. It's a good one. Um but uh, that, that, that uh, I just crossed a fine line, possibly a reference to the song Fine Line, where Eminem reminisced about the past and apologized for some pre- people are hurt. Uh, say I'm not even familiar with that song. It must be a new song. I mean, he's referencing newer songs. The game is not selling me that he hates this man.
1: He does hate him. He hates him so much that he's got to keep his enemies very close
2: by God. listening to all their stuff. There's so much more to go <laughs> There's like... S- Okay, there's only one other verse after. That. It's much shorter than this one, but we still finished this, have is to a, finish this yeah, one. Yeah, this was a long verse. Um, We've been going for a while now. And the biggest rapper in Detroit, that awards goes to Sean Don. So okay, that's uh, is that Big Sean? Big Sean, yeah. So uncork the Chardonnay, stick my fork in white wine, while Eminem is a chief. So we know, yeah, he's he's just basically saying um, that Big Sean's a bigger rapper in Detroit. Um, which, which is arguable right now. Right now is arguable. Uh, like, like the uh, younger generation probably thinks so. Yeah, he's much more relatable and so on. Um, but uh, I'm kind of skimming through some of this because I have to. I've realized we've got to fucking trim down some of Genius's notes here. Brother <laughs> Eminem, a Caucasian rapper known for his maudlin. He's ca- Caucasian. Confe- yeah, I would have never knew. Yeah, <laughs> maudlin confessional lyrics and high pitched voice is a discography that could be. Uh, uncharitable considered uh, a white wine. Moreover, stick a fork in it is a figure of speech referring to something that is finished. So, I think that's um, all right. If you ever, if if I I never heard you in a club, I never heard you in a bar. Eleven albums, yeah. We, we I already touched on that part, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's a common criticism. Of Eminem from Twitter and other rappers that he's irrelevant because he didn't get played in the club or bumped when driving around the hood, but that's not surprising m ms hyper technical rapping, cartoony poppy beats, and twisted subject matter. Well, here's the thing, though. Yes, he's not being bumped in the clubs and in people's cars until you get into the suburbs. Yeah. When you get in the suburbs, that's where you're gonna hear him. Right. That's where you're gonna hear him in the in the suburban bars, the young people bars. If, if,
1: you, I always felt like it was almost corny to listen to Eminem in Detroit. Like when yeah. you're going, when you yeah, you're no. driving like to the casino or something. No, yeah, I wouldn't. It, it was. It was. It seemed like just corny. You're a white dude listen to Eminem.
2: Yeah, like that's that's no. I listen to just bizarre when I go to Detroit. <laughs> I put on Handicapped Circus. All right, full blast. I, I put on Obi. I'm a rock star, baby, baby, baby. baby yeah, I'm, I'm a rock, rock star. star.
1: Or bad day, <laughs> yeah, that's even that's because his best friend turned gay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's a
1: good album. I
2: got a little I gotta find. not a, a good r- album. It's around here somewhere. That is not a good and album. In this pile of CDs is, I'm sure, bizarre. I have
1: that album as well. Handicap Circus is around here. And that fucking searching for Jerry Garcia proves. Like, that was bad. Yeah, that was I, bad. I
2: liked one song. And it was because Fifty was on it. Yeah, that one was a rough one. Bizarre had a better catalog than <laughs> Proof did. I gotta be honest <laughs> with you. Neither of them were good. <laughs> Handicap Circus is shit. But Bizarre
1: was just better
2: yeah (laughs) surprisingly i i read somewhere so in the in the um god where did i read this so in the song rockstar for the video for bizarre's album or single uh it's got an eminem impersonator playing eminem in the video and i read somewhere that eminem was like I wouldn't have been in the video if you would have asked me. <laughs> like, I don't know why you had to hire this impersonator to be in here. Well, he it
1: wasn't our, like, aftermath. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, they
2: were. Proofs? Would, Proofs wasn't either. No, Dre was like, I, I ain't having that shit. I'm sorry. You know what was, impri- was interesting, though? He didn't, Eminem didn't even put it under his, though. Right. Like, shady. He was like, no, just you guys as a group are fine, but that's that's all we're doing. We're not getting Like, this. Uh, you know,
1: you guys are good enough to yeah. be signed somewhere else.
2: Yeah, just sort your shit
1: out yourself. Do a collab. With somebody that we, yeah. it's not under our label. No, but
2: listen, listen. You'll make more money because I won't take a cut. Yeah, so it's better for you. <laughs> I'll be on one song. Yeah, it's it's like it's like when they toured as D12 without Eminem. Yeah, it's like no, no, guys, you don't got to worry about it. You guys go out on your own because I you got to pay my whole way. I got to get a bus. It's you don't want that. Just you guys do it. Just do your verses. Yeah, everyone. That's what everyone wants to hear anyway. They don't want to hear me. Just stop. Let's not get ridiculous. I'll let you. Hey, listen. Slice a
1: humble pie right there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Next album, you guys do a few songs without me, so you can tour on that. Just, just take that. Um, let's see. Lose yourself video. I was in the back. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'd rather listen to uh, Snitch Nine, so Takashi Six 69, uh, 69 times, and participate in sixty-nines with sixty-nine nuns, <laughs> than listen to you. <laughs> so that's a good way to end that. Yeah. That's end the list to you. Um, so yeah, it's pretty obvious, you know, he's calling, uh, Takashi 6 9 a snitch. Um, and, uh, uh, that, that, what else is important outside of that line? Um, Eminem's record for the biggest debut of hip-hop songs. Oh, which, okay. Uh, nuns are tra- traditionally known for their uh, freakiness in bed. Uh, nuns aren't traditionally <laughs> known. Sorry. For their freakiness in bed? Yeah, nuns are not traditionally known for their freakiness in bed, but it's but it must be <laughs> said. Nuns are known for their freakiness in bed. <laughs> <But it must laughs> be fucking be, nun, man. Yeah. But it must be said that having mutual oral sex uh, with 69 virgins doesn't sound like that much of a punishment. That's good one, genius. Good one um he's standing okay so you're a karen call the cops tell him it's a black man on your block with a glock he got it cocked i thought he said he's got a cock and i was like well (laughs) doesn't every guy no he's got it yeah so uh i got a cock and you don't man so here's a three paragraph breakdown on that line from genius we're going to skip the first one because it's just a definition of a karen um, which by, if you listen to our Karen softball episode, yeah, softball Karen's episode, yeah, you know you get definition. Um, and then, um, block, Glock cock is possibly a reference <laughs> to Eminem's stuff to never rhyme Instagram video. That is true. I do remember seeing this on Instagram. So it was this little thing that they were doing cause Eminem was filming something on his Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it was like, they were just making jokes. Him and Royce to find out were being like, Hey, listen, you can never rap about this in a song. And so he goes, Roy says, yeah, you cannot hit the block at all by any means. With a Glock, you cannot hit the block. You cannot be on the block with the Glock and make it cock. You can't do it. No, no, it's too much. It's too much. No block, Glock, cock, no more of that. <laughs> so, the. but that's what I mean. Like, he's going to their social media <laughs> posts and they're like, all right, that's good. I'm going to put that in. I'm not going to make it rhyme, too. I'm May- gonna- maybe
1: he, maybe... It's just coincidence or maybe somebody told him about it. Maybe he's not the one that's a stan. I think he's maybe, a stan. Maybe maybe like
2: But here's the thing. He's a stan cuz as the skits in the middle of the song are implying he's going to go kidnap him, right? No. 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 You that, You're way you off. didn't get that implication? Nope. Okay. He, he just killed him. Matthew. Oh, all right. Well, I was way off. <laughs> um all right, there's more. There's more. Jesus Christ. Uh, he's standing on a teal drop and says he can feel Pock in the air like Phil Collins listening to him. He's still wild and uh, in the air like Phil Collins referenced. Phil Collins in the air at yep. night. And he can feel Pock. Yeah. The same song was referenced to Eminem and Stan uh, in which game is pastiching here. Pastiching. Mustaching. Yeah, Stan quotes the debunked urban legend of the song about Phil Collins seeing a man watch a man drowning. Tupac was known for his gangster persona, in case you didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, Virtuistic rapping and fitting in with the musical urban legend theme, the rumors that he faked his own death. Eminem has jokingly suggested Tupac just moved to Cuba to get out of the rap game. (laughs) He's standing on a teal drop means he's standing on a teal drop-top car. All right. Uh, Then there's this line, Ah, Epstein chasing me around (laughs) Epstein Island. Jeffrey Epstein, the finance. <laughs> here. I mean, it goes on. Then Jesus look at this. Christ! Come on, genius. This is getting a little. All right. So he's just basically saying Eminem probably found on Epstein's island. Right, that's like
1: some of this <laughs> shit. Like you should be like, all right, go look it up yourself. If you're really that like, if if you want to really deep dive into what Epstein <laughs> Islands is, it, yeah. fucking go. You don't need to put it on Genius
2: for everyone, though. Like yeah. They could go find it. Just be like, here's a source of what Epstein's Island is. And put the Wikipedia yeah. article. That's just a link. Just do that. Um, here's the thing about ah, Nothing Rhymes With Orange. We all know that Eminem rhymes stuff with orange. He did it in an Anderson Cooper interview. So, okay, that's good enough. So, it goes, so, Ficky Vicky, Slim Shady, please stand up. Shoot the fade with me. I'd love to put these hands up. Um, the game is pleading with for Eminem to stand up and fight him because he'd love to put his hands on him, hence the term shoot the fade with me. Uh, drop the world on your head with one arm. Is that Lil Wayne? I think it's a... Yep, drop the world with Lil Wayne. Uh, pick up the world, I'm going to drop it on your fucking head. Eminem's verse on Drop the World is often considered a high point of Wayne's rebirth, which otherwise received negative reviews from uh, critics. Um, some of... Some have even made the hyperbolic statement that Eminem's verse is the only good thing on the whole album. (laughs) A guest rapper grossly upstaging another rapper on their own song is known as renegading after Eminem's own upstaging of Jay-Z on their collaboration Renegade, which foreshadows the Renegade lines later in the verse. Right. Uh, Not pointed that out. Yes, yes he did. And stillmatic. Ether, yep. Yep. This is Drillmatic. Drillmatic, so it all ties it together. It all ties together. It's like a multiverse. Yeah. Um, it's like Inception. It is. We're going deeper and deeper into these dreams. Um, then there's the dear Slim. Haley's with me, and she's unharmed for now. She's like, Dad, I'm worried or something. Yeah. So it's just the fact that everyone who beefs with Eminem brings up his daughter. That's that's basically all this is. Because um, G's ain't supposed to fold up... Uh I don't know. He's he's just referencing money there. That's just like a thousand dollars because he can't fold a thousand dollars very well. But he's a G, right? He doesn't. Well, fold. if you have ten one hundred dollar bills, I mean, that's not that much. I guess you're right. I don't know. Come on, game, get with it. You're getting lazier. <laughs> maybe um, maybe it's all singles or something. Yeah, that's what he. Maybe that's what he's thinking about. He's just thinking about like a thousand one dollar bills. Yeah. I'm as cold as COVID, Ebola, the Spanish flu, and Corona. The Zika virus pneumonia is deep inside my persona. Persona. Um, so yeah, he's just he's just saying he's pretty sick. He's COVID. <laughs> he's a pretty sick dude. <laughs> That's all he's saying. He's pretty sick. I mean, we can skip this three-paragraph breakdown of that of what COVID and Zika virus is, and just he's just a sick dude. Yeah, they're all flus and shit. And all right, here's here's when we get something here. The viruses. renegades... The Renegade or The Soldier, I really gave it to Hova, how it feel. Uh, Game takes another dig, airing uh, a contrarian opinion on Renegade, the legendary collaboration between Jay-Z and um, Blueprint, while the popular consensus, led by Nas, by the way, which he just said, yeah. uh, <laughs> says that Eminem had better showing on that song. Game is suggesting here that Sean Carter a.k.a. Jay-Z, yep. uh, in case you don't know, resonated <laughs> more <laughs> with him. The Rock, Hova. Uh Game is suggesting here that, that Jay-Z resonated more with him on that record. This is an opener to the following bars where Game tries to deride Eminem for having less of a cultural impact than other legends despite his elite skills. So the, here that's where he goes in. You're not top five in mind, big uh, or Pac eyes. No Andre, no Nas, stop telling white lies. And this is all the guys that he mentioned in the song that is in his top five. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he asserts that Eminem is not a top five rapper in his eyes. Now, here's the thing. There was a little bit of, I don't know if you caught this a while back. Uh, This maybe within the last year, where Snoop Dogg said something similar on his Instagram Live being like, oh, Eminem is not my top five, and it would be blah, 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 blah. And then Eminem was kind of hurt by that. He responds in a song off of one of his recent albums, and then now they... Patched it up, yeah. and they made a song together, and they're fine. Well, maybe now he's in the top five. He might be,
1: well, because Snoop just wanted a song. We
2: don't, not everybody needs to be in your top no.
1: five. Like, okay, when T Mobile came out and had the little Fab Five. Oh, that's and right. You could have endless minutes with those people. Like, yeah, you, you could, weren't. You weren't hurt if you were number six. Yeah, you don't. You
2: can't always have. Not everyone can be part of the five. No, can't would, always be a home run. Yeah, I wouldn't put Game in my top five. Not say he's bad. But he's not in my top five. I mean, he'd be in my probably top
1: ten, but because I like game, I'll put him in like a top thirty. I like game.
2: I think, but I also like like Little Flip, and no one likes Little Flip. I also like Hogan. I do love Hogan. (laughs) Savage. Yeah, I'd put Savage in my top (laughs) ten. Joe Pesci. (laughs) Joe, dude, Joe Pesci fucking kills it. Which I have that CD around here somewhere too. It's in that pile. (laughs) Whatever. We're gonna dig that out. He's got a rap song. I know. (laughs) Um, it's called, like, Don't Fuck with the Pesh. <laughs> no, it's called Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings for You. That's the real title of the thing. Because there's a song called My Cousin Vinny on it. Oh, you got to hear that. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do a podcast on it. Yeah, okay. Just, It'll we'll, take fucking three hours I'll just like up, this fucking I'll song. A ball of genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're not, <laughs> you're not uh, let's see, t- uh, where were we? Okay. So and it's a reference to the Till I Collapse yeah, line. Yep. Okay. And it goes Reggie, Jay Z, Tupac, and Biggie, blah, blah, blah further white lies refers to oh here we go refers to eminem's caucasian skin tone (laughs) along with the game's belief that he truly does not believe him to be a top-tier rapper i thought it was going to be white supremacy again
1: so i thought he was going to say he didn't believe that eminem thought he was white (laughs) that's true that's (laughs) That's i thought that was going you're not really
2: white quit lying wipe that off
1: yeah like eminem's (laughs) like i don't believe i'm white it's actually a birthmark he's
2: actually like tupac he, yeah, like, he? <laughs> he takes the makeup off. Like you ever you ever seen the original Batman with like Jack Nicholson, and he like paints his face human yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah. It's like that, and he wipes it off, and it's like, wait a minute, it's been yeah. Tupac the whole time. How'd you do that? Um, <laughs> sniff a white line. This is the right time. Um, just basically tell him, hey, why don't you take some drugs? <laughs> um and I Suge Knight Vanilla Ice I'm not Mr. Nice Guy now this is possibly this is where it goes this, this was is,
1: possibly Suge Knight hanging fucking Vanilla Ice off a balcony he's gonna yeah. do that to Eminem
2: and then he's not Will Smith um, bam um, uh, I'll scroll through these four paragraphs that genius gave me and I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> and it also references to Mr. Nice Guy It's a I said. reference He's- to Will Smith's Mr. Nice Guy, yeah. a song made in response to Smith getting dissed by Eminem. Yeah, that's what I said. Wow. He's not Will Smith. They even included that though. That's my point. Oh, like that was Dude, All right. Dissed by Eminem. I wrote the, I wrote the genius, but I wrote
1: long paragraphs and I just wanted to I wanted to give you the cliff notes.
2: <laughs> um Let's see. Um, and then, okay, so now we're back. Now we've caught up with everything in verse three. All right. Verse four is a little... How many more verses do we have? There's only four verses. Okay, then it's done. This is So we got one this more is, of these. This is going long. Yeah. Well, this is a long song. Ten minutes. We, we, Genius breaks it down. A little Genius, too much. Genius really cuts it to the core. All right, let's, let's pick up where we left off now. I'm
0: crazy. I'm, crazy. I'm not Mr. Nice Guy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy.
2: I don't like the way he's saying crazy.
0: Way to fucking go.
2: All right, Let's break that part down because this is all one thing. I don't, I don't like how he's saying crazy there. It's weird. Yeah, the cadence of the uh, bridge is a quotation of the 1990 song "Stir Crazy," an obscure collaboration between Eminem and Mad Rapper, which I, honestly I am familiar with. That's from 1990. 1999. Oh, I think you said 90. A, yeah, I do know this song now. So that's how deep of a cut he's digging. But hey, none of your albums have ever were in my car. They weren't. Uh, they were. He was listening to them at home. He's, yeah, he's probably, he never had a car. He's probably yeah, or walking. he never had a CD player.
1: Probably, Remember those Alpines? Like those were hard to come by.
2: Yeah, he probably was walking around with a little Panasonic discman, not even like a Sony, listening to. Every and you know, album. He, you know,
1: he didn't have the thing that you. It, You know, you plug in like the cassette that hooks up to the
2: fucking CD player. No, no, he just walked with like the like the stock headphones. He didn't even have good headphones. He had like the stock shitty ones that like clip. That's racist. Catch your hair. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, he didn't have a good CD player. Alpines. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So uh, the you hit a bump too much, it skips or it falls out. Yeah. The game attempts to further push his own bad guy persona akin to Eminem's own alter ego, Slim Shady. The game shows he's tired of not being considered a great rapper as Eminem is and lashes out by outdoing Slim Shady's level of obscurity. Obscenity, obscenity I mean. Claiming to be crazier than Kim, Eminem's ex-wife. Well, they're including this into this next verse, so we'll get to that. Slim Shady has uh, previously claimed to be as crazy as Eminem and Kim combined in Criminal. So, all right, let's, let's continue. Now we're going to go to verse 4.
0: Pissed off Jimmy Universal and Interscope Nope, I got Jimmy Slim 50 and Universal Interscope 'Cause Cause I'm shady Shadier than him I'm crazy Crazier than Kim, So when the bat signal goes up And the clouds above the buildings I hope you live long enough To see heroes turning to villains Or oh, you think I'm a joker Well riddle me this You love your mother Well I'm cleaning out your closets For you and your half brother And I oh, told you when I was in the beach Shout water, out Dick, to Nate Mathers Cause when I, was little, came? M&Ms, I had to walk eight miles But you wouldn't leave the studio Your life is on loop That's why I'm doggy style Cause niggas rather bump snoop And I'm a lyrical 50 cow Leave his brains off Then when the game's are in Then the chainsaw ring ring Hello? Hello? Page and Dr. Mm Drake? got a lot to say, but since Curtis always do, let him write the rhymes for you. Tell him to clip the wings on my butterfly, tat and force him back in the cocoon. Or does he still rap? Or did he have a change your heart too? The chick on the show wasn't picking me and Mariah wasn't picking you. So the camera stand slamming. If it jammed and I unjam it. And wiped down my strip of pole with the head grease from your bandana. You wish you were Santana or Cam and them 10 J's. Do rag for 10 years and never had one wave. And I was that runaway slave that they buried in that one grave. And some say he would be back to hunt Slim Shady one day. Now I'm here, hoping ready this is not mom's spaghetti this your dad was 22 when he ate little debbie he takes the cake because she was only 15 so how can one not sympathize with her having you as a team she had to lose herself in a moment give up her dreams just to see her son out here looking like a wigger in jeans yeah. little Marshall matters mad because nobody thinks that little Marshall matters that sentiment's hard together let's get this shit all together the picture was ripped i fixed it but none with me you and 50 let's stitch this shit all together you like it slim I made it just for you I even kidnapped Stan's brother and baited him here for you But you'll just say no Probably leave us in the and code God made you damn near perfect, he just missed your soul You ain't a shell of who you used to be And after you, it's me on a Uzi spree like it's two of me And Matthew's there now It's just you and me The sweatpants, the dad hat, do-rag, and no jewelry um, Is that cultural appropriation? Ask Paul if it's even appropriate for me to make that statement Rude to me, how your date went did you re your beard or get another facelift or do shrooms in your mom's basement until you nod and see spaceships and the aliens inside it come and tell you your talent's wasted then you wake up and you ain't shit I know you fiendin' for a Dr. Dre basic, how ironic, And addict in a basement and now I chronic, cause I didn't had it with the fake shit you never understood Ebonics or Cadence I press everything like a weight bench and every time the plate hits, you off another playlist sorry it ain't working out, niggas shootin' Billy Blanks uh <clears throat> that's my winning. Why I'm here, I should really thank MGK, UGK, Tech 9 Uzi Spray. My other 12 personalities wasn't really in the mood today. Hi, kids, here's some fun. Let's all say nigga once. Crash the car, hit and run. Jumped out, hit the gun. Your fans want a rap guy? Well, fuck it. I'm going give him one. I came to put Slim in the box, but he already Damn. living one. Mr.
2: Okay, so Damn. then there's a, so lot of stuff. there's a lot here, and then there's just a little outro at the end. So we're, we're at the tail end here almost so see what genius has to say what does genius gotta say there's a lot to unpack as the intellectuals say so when the bad signal goes up to the clouds above the buildings I hope you live long enough to see the heroes turn into villain villains oh you think I'm a joker well, without me this yep it's without me you got it got it that's like a jeopardy question what is um, without me let's see that's that's pretty much it we don't even need yeah, to read it's genius. Me. that's they did three paragraphs about without me. Um, well, I'm cleaning out your closet for you and your half-brother. That's, uh... Na- <laughs> I'm Na- sorry, Mama. Yep, Nate Mathers. Nate Mathers. Um, let's see. Continuing the the pattern of referencing uh, Eminem's back catalog, the game references M's 2002 uh, clean Out my closet and M's half-brother, Nathan K. Samara. Okay. Did he change his last name?
1: Yeah, he goes by Nate Mathers, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a, whatever. Um, I mean, I would change my last name if my brother was. That is true. You know, I mean, like you're
2: not gonna be like Samara, yeah. Nate Samara. Like, yeah.
1: no, I'm gonna be Nate Mathers. Yeah, no,
2: I get you. Um, Just see. like a Nash, we know. Uh, yes, that's why I'm uh, doggy in style because uh, people rather bump Snoop. I'll reference the doggy style. Okay. Yep. uh Leave his brain all thin. Wind and games all end in the chainsaw. Uh, This is a reference to Eminem's "Kill You." Even the even the rap style here is very similar to that. Um, See, hello, hello, Page and Dr. Dre. He ain't got a lot to say. In the background, this line, the sound of Dre trying to call for help behind a gag can be heard as game concludes. He ain't got a lot to say. This is a reference to Criminal. Yep. Confuses to why Dre is alive in this line when he got killed at the ver- start of verse 2. If you listen to Marshall Mathers' LP in Running Order, Dre is dead in The Real Slim Shady in the first half of the album, then is held hostage and gets shot in Criminal on the closing track. This makes sense if you know Criminal was written before The Real Slim Shady, but it's still amusing detail for the game to make fun of. He ain't got a lot <laughs> to say. I mean, uh, well, they're r- Genius is right. Again... This, this doesn't sound like a diss. Like he's he's giving Eminem criticisms,
1: but this is. I mean,
2: I didn't even. They're know not. That.
1: Gonna, they're not going to say game criticizes Eminem in a song.
2: Yeah, but it, no. This. Well, no, I understand, but but my my point is, is that um, this is marketed. The game marketed this as a diss, but it's like it's just a. I mean these are these are pieces
1: that you are true. You can't market it as a criticize or criti- criticism.
2: Well, right, right. But this this is my point that I'm trying to make is that they, well, well, this is true. This is stuff that I didn't even know. Like, I'm not even big enough fan to know what song was actually recorded in what order and why it relates to why it makes sense in this song. You know
1: what I'm saying? Dude, he was, he's probably, he probably did a deep dive yeah. to look as, at as many things that he could
2: bring up about Eminem as possible yeah well maybe I mean that's that's uh, that's what I think I think this is a lot of well this next part here um, but since Curtis always do uh, let him write the rhymes for you meaning he's got a lot to say suggestion that 50 cents should be ghostwriting for Eminem is audacious <laughs> a bit of dirt that came out of the game in 50s beef with it 50s claimed that he ghost wrote significant amount of the game's documentary to which the game responded by claiming he ghost wrote significant amounts of get rich or die trying. <laughs> No, I ghost wrote it for you. Yeah.
1: No, I ghost wrote it for you.
2: The game was undone by bad timing here. This would have been a stronger, less revealing insult. It had 50 cents reference track for the game's hire, not leaked the exact day the game dropped the black slim shady. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what? The game was undone by bad timing here. This would have been a stronger, less revealing insult had 50 Cent's reference track for the game's "Higher," So the 50 Cent's demo for the game's song "Higher" surfaces from recently rediscovered hard drive. So a reference track. So what'll, what'll happen sometimes is other rappers will perform or will write songs. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll rap the song and lay down a, a reference track, and the other rapper will come on and basically do karaoke over. Right. It. Um, so what's being said here is before this song "Black Slim Shady" dropped, there was a reference track of Fifty Cent rapping the song higher for for the game to re-record over. Gotcha. So saying, so the game saying that making the claim in the past that you know, uh, he ghost wrote wrote 50 Cent. It doesn't help him in this case. I'm sure that they traded shit and worked together. It's uh, not uncommon.
1: I know there was um, higher and there was one other one that uh, 50 claimed that was was supposed to go on his next
2: album that he gave the game. Yeah, and so
1: that would make sense.
2: And it happens a lot where someone will be like, hey, you know what? I wrote this song, but I don't want it. You take it and just rap over it. It's yours now. It's not uncommon. Let's see. Tell him to clip the wings of my butterfly tat and force him back in the cocoon. Here, the game is using a potential weakness the fact that he has what some would mockingly call an effeminate tattoo as a strength by turning it into a punchline and a creative. So, he's got a butterfly on his face.
1: Yeah, he had a butterfly on his face and he covered it up with a star and a giant LA. Cool. All right.
2: That's, you could tell, like, we're, we're reaching to fill some space. Come here. on, genius. Yeah. Do better. Well, come on. No, I'm kind of disappointed in the game in that one. I was like, well, we just, what do you want to talk about? Your tattoos all of a sudden? Well, because he was
1: made fun of for it. Oh. Okay. So he's, he just probably referenced it. Oh.
2: Let's see. Uh, Now he. He he bunny-rabbited him. Gotcha. Uh, now does he still rap, or did he have a change of heart, too? Meaning 50 Cent. The chick on the show wasn't picking me, and Mariah wasn't picking you. So the, Who's cannons, the chick on the show? I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. Um, so the Cannons is Blam Blammin' and If It Jam, Then I Unjam It. So there's this is a deep, deep cut here. So, before he was famous, the game was a contestant on a dating show called Change of Heart. During his beef with 50 Cent, 50 clowned him for it. His girlfriend on the show dumped him. <laughs> Eminem is well known for having some have had some kind of relationship with um, with Mariah Carey, although it's a topic of dispute that actually happened between them. Of what actually happened between them, The reference to Cannons is, of course, Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon, which we did a whole podcast yeah. on of. Check out Nick Cannon, uh, a TV a, host. He wants 30 kids. He does. Uh, and has been slapping at Eminem with largely ignored diss tracks ever since Eminem uh, insulted Mariah in 2009. And this is kind of, I'm going to be honest, this is... Game is kind of, kind of getting close to that territory, if he doesn't just drop this and leave it be. Um, what the Nick Cannon t- territory? He's gonna have to deal with Nick. No, no, no. Like, if if the game, the game drops this song, which definitely seems like a cry for attention. But if the game doesn't let this just sit here and follows up with something else, now he's gonna start to look like a Nick Cannon. He's getting into Nick Cannon territory, but I thought
1: you he he meant he was afraid that Nick Cannon's going to come after him.
2: Well, there's that possibility too, because so, Nick Cannon doesn't want to, you know, he's he doesn't want to lose. The, well, he is, and he doesn't want to lose the sunshine on him or starshine on him. Um, let's see, and wipe down my stripper pole with the hair grease from your bandana. Oh, by addressing the rumors that had been a, the, wait, t- by addressing the rumors that had that. It had been a stripper. The game is again preparing for an eventual response. Oh, so apparently the game was a stripper at one point. Or there's rumors about him being a stripper, right? Well, let's open up the uh, source here. Uh, the game speaks on stripper rumors 2016. Uh, so there's
1: rumors about yeah, him. Yeah, there's a rumors
2: stripper. about him being a stripper. All right. So that's interesting. There's a whole article here. Um, you wish you was uh here uh do rag wait you wish you was Santana or Cam in them ten Js do rag for ten years and never had one wave. Uh, there was a time I do remember. There was a time when Eminem was wearing a do rag, and that was around the time I was like, all right, you kind of get all a the time. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at pictures of it right now. I thought it was kind of cringy that he was wearing a do. There was no reason for him to really yeah. wear that. Um, yeah, it was. This was toward his, like, decline when he was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, early mid-2000s. Eminem often wore them in the early mid-2000s, particularly when accepting his best rap album for the Eminem show. At the time, Eminem's confident wearing of durags was seen as a positive symbol of solidarity with black culture. However, um, uh, I'm sorry, I got a text that came in. It's a MacBook, so it's connected to my phone. Sorry, guys. Uh, But... But in recent years, it's become, uh, it's seen more questionable for white people to wear it because of cultural appropriation. So that's basically what he's talking about. And then there's a whole thing about fucking what do-rags do, and then there's a thing about Ja Rule dissing him on loose change. M, what's the do-rag for? You're never going to have waves. You'll never know black pain. Um, And then, yeah, that's basically it. Um, All right. Anyway, let's move it on. Uh, Now I'm here. Hope you're ready that it's not spaghetti. Now... There we go. Four paragraphs to explain this. Lose yourself. We all know. Lose that. yourself. He's got a restaurant <laughs> called Mom's Spaghetti. Let's go. Yeah. All right. uh, this is your dad. This, your dad was 22 when he ate little Debbie. He takes the cake because she was only 15, so how could one not sympathize with her having you as a teen? She had to lose herself in the moment, give up her dreams. Now this, I'm not, I haven't even clicked on this yet. This is kind of a deep this yeah. is a deep dig. Now, this here is a pretty good jab, because first of all, his dad left him. His dad left him. His mom raised him as a teen and didn't give him a good lifestyle and didn't treat him very well and so on. In um, these, so this is an interesting. Now, why is it that why is it that the do rag section was six paragraphs, but this is just three? Because there's a lot to say about do rags. <laughs> Apparently, it's it, culture appro-
1: appropriation.
2: Yeah. Um, so, all right, so here's the explanation here. The game references Eminem's parents, Debbie Nelson and Marshall Bruce III. At the age of 22, the rapper's estranged father married Debbie when she was only 15 years old. She gave birth to Eminem at 17, and the rapper's father abandoned the family soon after. What a piece of shit. (laughs) I I wonder if Eminem likes him. I don't know. I don't Uh, know if he's (laughs) ever mentioned him. Yeah, I'll have to check his... You know, catalog to communicate the story. The game utilizes wordplay referring to Debbie. Yeah, I get it, little Debbie, because she was underage. Okay, taking the cake. Me ate her. Yeah, Get it. Um, throughout his career, Eminem has taken shots at his mother and criticized the way in which she raised him. The game criticizes Eminem for not having more sympathy for her situation as a teen mother, and references a line from "Lose Yourself." So, um, we're and, almost there. Yep. Yeah, we're 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 definitely. I'm definitely not letting genius railroad us with a bunch of nonsense. Okay, so here's another big section. Just we're, let's get this shit all together. The picture was ripped. I fixed it, but none uh, with me, you, and fifty. Wait, let's get this shit all together. The picture was ripped. I fixed it, but none with me, you, and fifty. Let's ditch this shit all together. So he's you, like wanting to squash the beach beef, maybe. It, it kind of sounds beach. like yeah. You like it, Slim? I made it just for you. I even kidnapped Stan's brother and baited him here for you. But you would just say, no, probably leave us in the blistering cold. God made you damn near perfect. He just missed your soul. So that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Is that he's wanting to, you know, patch things up, oddly enough. This is a weird way to go about it, but. um, Oh, okay. Another Stan reference right. here. In the music video for Eminem Stan, Stan is shown making a patch together photo of himself with Eminem, cutting his picture from a magazine. Um, so that's what he's talking about. He's patching pictures of the game, 50, and Eminem yeah. together. Um, a line about the blistering colds taken from Stan, we know that. So why is the game going out of his way to relate himself to Stan, Eminem's most pathetic uh, literary creation his statement is about how he baited Matthew might suggest he's leaving a deliberately open goal in order to tempt Eminem to insult him for, uh, for it in a response while he also is aware Eminem is unlikely to respond and guilt tripping him for it ironically this is actual Stan behavior that's, well, that's what I've been saying the whole time I'm, yeah okay I've been saying this the whole time I'm glad I genius finally takes my side <laughs> so. I'm baiting a fictional character <laughs> yeah. God made you damn near perfect. He just missed your soul. While Eminem emerged around the time of the millennium, he appeared to have everything impossible talent. Blah blah blah. Beautiful enough for MTV. Public figure. Right. Credited for God. For, right. Give it. Ha- giving him what he has. Um. His claim: God sent him to annoy whoever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So soul. Okay. God sent me to annoy the world. So. That's this whole God part. That was like three paragraphs about that. But this is the, this is the this is the fun part here. God made you perfect, damn near perfect. He just missed your soul. Soul is a double double entendre, and I didn't catch this right away. Meaning, the game's referring that on one hand to the idea that Eminem's personality is willing to abandon the game means he's soulless, but it's also the word "soul" is a word referring to African American culture, tradition and pride, or soul you know soul music. Soul, and soul music, yeah. yeah. So he's he doesn't have. He's a jive turkey. Is yeah, what you call him. he's calling him a jive turkey.
1: No, oh. and that <laughs> that language just doesn't doesn't fit right with me.
2: <laughs> you don't like that? No.
1: Right?
2: I read that somewhere. I think that's I think that's what the kids are saying nowadays. Yeah. I um, in that Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. Girls are into Nick Cave. Nick, Nick Cage. Cave. <laughs> Whatever you know. Nick's Cave. Yeah. And jive turkeys. Um. Let's see. Matthew's dead. Now it's just you and me. This is a reference to uh, Stan's see. brother. Yeah, the line reminiscent from the line from Eminem's song, Bad Guy. Yeah, it's just me, you, me, and the music now, Slim. I hope you hear it. Uh, the sweatpants, the dad hat, and the do rag, and no jewelry. Um, is it cultural appropriation? Ask Paul if it's even appropriate for me to make that statement. Okay, so he's referring back to what he was, this picture here when he was all, like, yoked up with the game, when he was on, like, roids, probably. Uh, Outfits was, you know, shirtless with, yeah, no jewelry and, uh, you know, baseball hats. At the time the game wrote this song, Eminem's uniform is a late 80s-inspired style involving a Kangol hat and gold rope chain. Um, Cultural appropriation is a term referring to a dominant culture or a member of it, taking elements... A marginalized culture. And, yeah, we know what culture... Paul Rosenberg. This is the part yep. I was trying to get to. Interscope, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, he's Eminem's manager. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Jimmy Igu- Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jimmy, we'll yeah, get to yeah, Jimmy, yeah. too. I think he referenced Jimmy. I though. thought he
1: referenced Jimmy.
2: Um, who is known for interject- inject- interjecting when, from the background of Eminem's interviews and laying down strict terms to what the interviews are allowed to talk about with him. Your game uh, play acts like Paul isn't allowing him to ask Eminem sensitive questions. Okay, that's what I. Um, this part is interesting. Uh, did you re-dye your beard or get another facelift or do shrooms in your mom's basement until you nod and see spaceships and the aliens? Wait. Okay, I just want to make sure I didn't say the N word or something. I just I forgot there's a couple lines in here that say it, so I got to be careful. I'm starting to like, I'm reading so much that uh, I'm like, I'm that would forgetting nice, what I'm saying. That'd be a nice nip slip. <laughs> yeah. Um and the aliens inside come and tell you your t- talents wasted. Then you wake up and you ain't shit. Around 2018, Eminem's beard suspiciously changed from a ginger brown tone to the same monochrome near black color as his ha- hair, da- as his ha- head hair. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's, there's a few reasons. It's obvious, Eminem. So I was talking with somebody about this the other day. Wait, he bleached his hair. Well, he d- used to bleach his hair, but now, now. He's, he's, he has the beard because as you get older it's a great way to hide the double chin that, yeah. th- that happens um, and now he's also claiming that he dyes his beard
1: well yeah he uh, dyed his hair when he was like
2: no 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 no, no! but he's claiming he's dyed his beard
1: I know but he's yeah. always dyed his hair so why would it matter if he fucking dyed his beard
2: because he's got a beard now it doesn't fucking it's matter gonna, he always dyed his hair yeah, but he's got. That's not. But he doesn't.
1: But he's brunette now. Cool, bro. <laughs> he always dyed his hair, so what would make you think he wouldn't dye his beard?
2: I don't know. Jesus. All right, next line. Genius didn't tell me, so I don't know. I don't know the answers if genius doesn't tell me. It's hard to tell. Think for yourself, man. I, I can't. I can't think for myself. genius knows everything.
1: You're like the dudes in South Park now with their mouths open.
2: <laughs> That's
1: a genius bar.
2: All right. Um, all right. Well, by the way, we're we're at the last. We're at the home stretch here. There's all three right. sections we got. Jesus. Um, I know you've seen it for a Dr. Dre bass hit. How ironic, an addict in a basement, and now I chronic, cause I done had it with the fake shit. So critics and fans who believe Eminem's later stuff is lower quality often cite the relative absence of Dr. Dre. Actually, I just looked at the credits on his recent album. He's Dre produced some of that stuff, and he Dre did like two songs with him on his last album. So I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Dre was Eminem's signature producer until recovery, in which Eminem determined to go out of his comfort zone became be after becoming dissatisfied with relapse, began working with a large group of other producers from top forty world. Uh, The Game points out the irony that Eminem's going back with his literal drug addiction, which which saw him stuck in his basement studio writing songs he hated to be stuck in his own house by his paralyzing fame, squandering his talents on mediocre beats. This contradicts Eminem's own statements on the matter. He said that while Dre is his favorite person to work with, he likes working with a lot of uh, different producers. Dr. Dre's most direct involvement uh, with producing his music was also on Encore and Relapse, the two albums that Eminem believes to be his worst. Well, that's just, for sure. Well, Relapse is yeah, good. I liked Relapse, but that's a, that's on Eminem. He just wasted the beats. Right. Really, he could have made better songs. Um, it's also a play on the word Attic. Addict. Okay, and I guess that's a lot for three lines. This is it goes on. Note the drug doctor feel good imagery with the doctor providing an addict with a hit. A hit being a song. A hit yeah. being a drug. Yeah, Dr. Dre's the wordplay a Chronic with the Chronic 92. All okay. Right. Next next line. Yeah. Um, see, I press everything like a weight bench, and every time the plate hits you off another playlist, sorry, it ain't working out. Now, here's the thing. I could already guess this one. Yeah. Spotify playlist.
1: Yeah. He's not on any.
2: Yeah. I'm sure he's on some. But the game, every time the game puts out a song, Knocks M off. That's what he's saying. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a long one. <laughs> this is professional quality vinyl records are manufactured in a process known as pressing. Pressing. Um, Anyway, the imagery here gives the impression of the game getting into shape to fight by putting out new records, but also continues the theme of insulting Eminem's later career output. Ever since Till I Collapse, an album track from 2002, became a gym playlist staple after its revival by a trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Eminem has been known for including weightlifting tempo, inspirational anthems on all of his albums from recovery onward, which has left him with a slightly... Ignominious reputation for making music for gym rats. Um, okay, this is where I got to be careful. So, um, my other 12 personalities wasn't really in the mood today. Um, there's a reference for D12 because they all had, yeah, there were six people with two personalities. So, hi kids. Uh, here's something funny. Let's all say the N word once. Crash the Let's car. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crash the car, hit and run, jumped out, hid the gun. Your fans want a rap, God. Well, fuck it. I'm going to give them one. Um, So Eminem's early work under the Slim Shady persona has often loved to boast about he encouraged children to do stupid and hateful things. Um, But the game is the Black Slim Shady can bait Slim's audience into committing the one sin that Slim can never encourage them to do. And that's to... Say the word. Well, I like how it's in italics here. He can encourage them to do something that Slim can never do say the n-word it's like there's like a there's an attitude with it right near uh it's a reference to the old joke that the of the n-word pass a kind of mythical permit yeah we know what that is. i've seen the Chappelle show we're good um wasn't that on the Chappelle show? did he talk about that well, I'll talk about what the n-word pass or was that a different show i don't think it was Chappelle. maybe it was a different thing I thought unless was it was different. season three and yeah. it was like a weird one maybe maybe that maybe it, i mean, whatever um, There's the N-word family. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Um, let's see. Da-da-da. Referencing Rap God. Okay. I can put Slim in a box, but I already live in one. Well, because the cover recovery is in a box. And, yeah, he complained that he was in a box when he was on drugs and he yeah. couldn't leave his house. Okay. Here we go. Here's this little little thing at the end. Let's listen to this. And we're done. <laughs> Shady, pick that pin up, don't be lazy. Call up Dray, get that drapey, jump off stage if
0: shit get crazy. Mr Shady, don't be shady, pick that pen up, don't be lazy. Call up Dray, get that drapey, jump off stage if shit get crazy.
2: That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's a wrap, folks. That's just a kidding. wrap. We're going
1: we're gonna to dissect this last one. We're going
2: to watch. It's like 12 paragraphs. I hope. It's just, <laughs> it goes, on. no, nope, it's, just it's two. <laughs> very short paragraphs, too, <laughs> See, compared to everything else. Yeah. The game concludes the song by tauntingly begging Slim to respond to him on a Dre beat, leaving no doubt that getting an answer uh, record is his goal. Jump off stage if shit get crazy may be a metaphor. The idea that Eminem can just duck out of the spotlight if he feels threatened, suggesting that any lack of a response is cowardice. I have a feeling he's going to respond. He'll say something. But like I said, I think he's going to be on like a Fat Joe song and he'll put a line out on a Fat Joe single. It's game over. Yep. Bitch. That's all he's going to say.
1: What if that's like the only thing he says on the song?
2: He'll be like, hate it or love it. It's game over. That's it. That's all he's going to say. Like, they, he doesn't even rap. They just get him yeah, out at the end. Yeah, that's like, it's just one line. They do one of those little skits where they call him up in the studio yeah. and on the phone. Like, hey,
1: Em, yeah. you hear about this game song? And he's like, hater or love it, game's over.
2: <laughs> and that's it. It never says anything yep. else. Well, I think we did... That was quite an episode. That was. We thought this was going to be a quick, easy one, but this was... Genius has a lot to say.
1: Genius does have a lot to say, and we're two geniuses saying a lot. Yes. And on Uh, that note... I'm looking forward to doing this with uh, Macho Man's album. Macho Man's album. Uh, I still want to dissect fucking LFO Summer Girls. We do have to do that, as well as uh, Joe Pesci's album. Yep. (laughs) Maybe we can all
2: fix it in one... (laughs) one, You know podcast it' you know be funny is that we were able to do all that faster than we could do this probably
3: because
1: <laughs> we don't have to genius everything that on is, that
2: that is true
1: and there might be a little less like actual facts <laughs> behind it like Hogan I don't think had that ma- that much uh no that one was we did the whole album right but yeah until well. next time you should check us out on all of our social media. we have like almost 60 episodes now we're hitting our 64th soon yeah that should be a big fucking episode it's gonna be what i like to call a banger yeah from the gravel pit (laughs) yeah but until next time what you gonna do brother win the game this is eminem and eminem doesn't respond dude we are going to wait for Eminem, the Slim Shady response, and we're going to dissect that through genius with all the Hulkamaniacs and all of the 64-bit legend maniacs out there, dude. Until next time, I don't know what else to say, brother. So see you next time.